0: we've got here is
1: failure
2: to communicate. Working audio is is like flying a helicopter and I don't fucking know how to fly a helicopter. Are you crying?
3: There's no crying! There's no crying in baseball!
2: Strap on your cleats. Buckle up. For a wild ride around the diamond of deception
4: welcome to the 643 conspiracy where we swing for the truth
2: and knock conspiracy theories out of the park
4: well hello everybody Welcome back to the six four three conspiracy podcast. Uh, we hope you had a good Thanksgiving and glad to be back on the mic. <clears throat> got some changes in the works, as if you can't tell, we got a new intro in the that we just rolling out. And as of now, the the my new co-host for this roller coaster ride is going to be none other than the chef of the secret night secret society. Podcast <laughs> Chef Kyle, what you doing, brother? What's up,
2: baby? Well, I'm back from a. Uh, first of all, thank you, thank you for having me. Secondly, um, yeah, just got back from a weeks a weeks long vacation over uh, up in Northern California, and so yeah, we're back, ready to rock and roll. Um, You had already asked me prior to hitting the button how my Thanksgiving was, and it was pretty well. It, it went good. No complaints. Got to see some family I haven't seen in a while. How was your Thanksgiving, brother?
4: Yeah, man, it was good. We got to hang out with Callie's family for a little while, and then we drove up to my grandparents' house, my grandmom's house, and hung out with my family for a little bit and did all that Thursday, and Friday, I got to watch my... My little cousin who's, you know, is senior at my alma mater. I went to high school with, they just beat one of the best teams in the state to move on to the final four of the state championship tournament. And oh, then I, congrats. And then I, you know, I've been watching this Eagles game all game all day long. And my boys just walked it off in overtime. So I'm in a pretty good mood, you know. <laughs> in a pretty good yeah. mood.
2: Yeah, I was ca- I I caught the last little bit of that and the streaming service dude what a yeah i can't i'm gonna go back and watch the highlights but um all i saw i saw there was almost that fumble and then they declared it an incomplete pass and that would have ended the game for the eagles had that been a fumble and then my stream thing cut out and i fired it back on and they're cheering in the end zone so congrats Yeah. yeah it
4: was a good game they were down 10 at halftime, the Eagles were, and then they were down 10 again in the third quarter and still came back and tied it up at the end of the fourth. It was a great game. Great game. But uh, I feel like I kind of just blew over the whole you're the new co-host thing. So uh, <laughs> no. Drew has had a lot of personal hell going on over the last couple of months. The, the guy can't catch a break. And so he felt like it was – in the best interest of ever everything and everybody to step away in, in a, in a full-time capacity as the co-host of the show, but he's not going to be gone forever. He's, he's going to be in and out when he can, but to fill the vacancy, I couldn't think of anybody better than yourself, brother.
2: Ah, uh, thank you, man. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. This is a new, again, um, I'm relearning the, the beautiful sport of baseball. And uh, doing the the little bit of research I have done in the last week or two regarding the free agency, um, it's been really it's been really exciting. It's been really exciting. So uh, for those listening, bear with me. Right. I'm a football guy. I'm a UFC guy. And I'm about to be back into baseball.
4: Well, it really sucks because before the holidays, we sat down and we got an hour and a half hour and a 45 minutes into a free agency recording. And I felt like it was going to be great. You know, we, we had really went through the pictures in depth and talked about, you know, contracts and expected landing spots. And we come to the realization at like an hour and a half into recording that we were going to have to do a second episode for the hitting side of free agency. But and you were asking great questions, uh, having me explain terms and concepts and stuff. And then Zoom just. ate ate, ate a bullet and crashed and I wasn't able to recover the files which is why we're here tonight having to do a little intro for the for the show of the for today you know I'm I'm rolling out the the no agenda episode as you called it you've already had it up for hell probably about a week now but um I wasn't going to put it out until we were able to sit down and talk explain the whole situation with with drew and with you and get some you know get some conversation up front before i just threw that episode out with a new intro and you know (laughs) but um going forward man i think it's going to be beautiful gonna get to you're helping me learn even more about the game that i already love because as you're asking questions i'm having to make sure that i'm exactly you know know what i'm talking about and And we've got a couple of a couple of shows. I know of at least three shows that we're going to do on on this on on the 643 conspiracy before the New Year's. Hopefully, Um, I'm really excited for them three. It's going to be me and you for a couple. And then we're going to be doing the collab with the Iowa talk guys again about the Disney stuff. So we've got we've got some some pretty hard hitting shows lined up that aren't going to be baseball related, but. As free agency continues to move on down the line, I, we will stay on top of that. Really hasn't been too much happened over the last two weeks since we recorded that, that night um, in the free agency world. Uh, most notably, uh, the Phillies re-signed Aaron Nola to a seven-year, $172 million contract which probably sees him to the end of his career. Uh he stays in Philly on a hometown deal. He takes less money. Uh the Braves reportedly offered more money. He turned the Braves down. He wants to stay in Philly. He was drafted by Philly. He came up through the Philly organization. Uh you know that night that we talked that I said he there's a good chance he stays in Philly.
2: Yep. So it sure as shit it happened.
4: Yep. Um they're still in the market. The Phillies, that is, they're still in the market for, for the Yamamoto's and the Shota Imanaga's. These these high high end Japanese pitchers that are coming over. A few other free agency moves have been made. Nothing nothing that the Cardinals have thoroughly pissed me off. We have signed in in back to back days of. Uh, the week before this last week. So about two weeks ago, the Cardinals signed 36-year-old Lance Lynn to a one-year, $12 million contract and then turned right back around and signed 36-year-old Kyle Gibson to a one-year, $11 million contract. And these guys... So now on the Cardinals roster, the Cardinals now have the pitcher who allowed the most home runs in the National League in... Lance Lynn, you have the pitcher who gave up the most hits in the National League, in Miles Michaelis, and they and and now they have the pitcher who gave up the most uh most hits in the American League in Kyle Gibson. So we're not off to a great start. Uh, wow, the Cardinals never want to spend money; they have a lot of money. The front office is content with just barely getting by. I'm I'm sick of the ownership. Like I really want Bill DeWitt Jr. to sell the team. John Mosellak does not need to be in baseball anymore. Like I'm, <sighs> I'm now the are Tiger. the Cardinals
2: are the is are they your team? Is that your team?
4: Yeah, I love yeah. I've been a lifelong St. Louis fan. Okay. Because I've so that makes I've, sense. I've grown up being able to just go an hour away and watch their triple A team play. Okay. So, and and between that and Arkansas has no professional sports of their own. We kind of by geographical default are Cardinals fans.
2: But so most of the people in Arkansas well, you're sport, you're, the, you're the either a, you're
4: either Cardinals or a Braves fan most of the time. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I know the Detroit Tigers just worked out a two-year deal with Kenta Maeda, who I thought was going to end up being the Cardinals big. After they signed these two scrubs, I was thinking, well, fuck, they're going to sign Kenta Maeda and call it a day. But apparently not. He's going to Detroit. Trying to think of any other little free agency moves that have happened. A bunch of players have been non-tendered by their teams, which means they have been released from their contracts and are now free agents. There's really good players out there available. There's really bad players out there available. I think every team has filled their managerial vacancies. I know the Padres just hired former St. Louis Cardinal manager Mike Schilt uh The Angels got Ron Washington, the Mets got Carlos Mendoza, the Cubs got uh Craig Council. I don't know who Milwaukee hired. I'm not sure who Milwaukee's hired because Craig Council was the manager of Milwaukee and he left for the Chicago Cubs. Um, the uh, the the Astros hired uh, Joe Espada. He was he was a coach in their organization already, and uh, Stephen Vogt got the manager's position for the Cleveland Guardians. So, just off the top of my head, that's most of the major free agency moves that's happened so far. Shohei's still out there. Um, There's reporting that Shohei has publicly said that he wants all of his free agency discussions and talks with teams. He wants that completely private. He wants pretty much nothing leaked to the media, which is smart. But like me and you were talking the other night when we, on the corrupted file, the free agency market's almost at a standstill until Shohei decides what Shohei's going to do, which which makes what the Cardinals did by signing Lance Lynn and Kyle Gibson that much more frustrating because there was no hurry to sign them. Nobody was jumping at the bit to go sign these two guys in the, at the ass end of their career. No, they would have been there after the – after Shohei, if they would have – the Cardinals would have just waited on Shohei and let the pieces started falling, and they would have gone and spent their money on a big name – they still could have went and got Lance Lynn and Kyle Gibson. They'd have still been there for the same amount of money. Like They didn't have to make the, their first and second moves of the offseason. It's just
2: it's frustrating,
4: but we're waiting you know on Shohei. Funny,
2: sorry, you know what? Uh, speaking of Shohei, so after we did that recording uh, two weeks ago, and obviously <laughs> it didn't end up going in our favor, I ended up having a dream the next day or that night or a night afterwards that there was news that Shohei had picked the team. And I was, I remember I was just like super <laughs> like excited. Cause I was like, the pieces are going to start falling into place.
4: Well, the rumor on the, on the mill is that the Dodgers are making a serious push to sign Shohei in free agency and then trade for Mike Trout. The Dodgers have one of the, the best farm systems in baseball they always have talent they draft good talent and they develop the kids that they draft really well which is why the dodgers are always good because they don't need to sign outside players they can just bring players up through their organization and
2: have them be amazing ball players now you were mentioning earlier this is just a question that popped up into my head um as far as like the 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 managers, right of of the these different organizations, is it fair to say that a lot of the managers we're seeing now were they ex players themselves?
4: For the most part, yes. Um, okay. like with the case of the Guardians' new skipper, first time manager Stephen Vogt, he was playing catcher for the San or for the uh, Oakland Athletics in twenty twenty one. Wow. Like he just okay. got done playing. Um Dusty Baker who was the Astros manager that just retired. He was a player. Uh it's very common. It's even more common that catchers go on to be managers because catchers have to know everything. They have to know every pitcher that is on their team, what's their strengths and what's their weaknesses, then you have to know pretty much everything about every batter on the opposing team and what their strengths and what their weaknesses are. Like what's your, what's, what, what can knowing the defense that you have on the field as a catcher behind your pitcher, what pitches are you going to call all the, and it's that's, it's what made Yadier Molina one of the greatest catchers in the history of baseball is because he could manage a pitching staff better than anybody. Like he just got it. Like he was playing chess while everybody else was playing checkers. But um, <laughs> yes, it's not a, It's it's very much not uncommon for. Um, it's not like Derek Fisher retiring after an 18 year NBA career and then turning around and getting a job with who it's the Sacramento Kings. And You know, it's a little bit different in baseball, but um, definitely looking forward. I expect between now and Christmas, a lot's going to pop off. I think that this week, nothing happened intentionally because it was Thanksgiving. Everybody wanted to be focused on Thanksgiving and their family. Now you've got three weeks before we're in the same position with Christmas and New Year's you're going to want to, the big players are going to be off the board before Christmas by December 21st. We will know where Shohei is playing. We will know if the Dodgers got Mike Trout, we will know, you know, where those high name, I, I at least that's what I'm expecting. I'm expecting all this to pop off real soon,
2: but, um, let's and it's move gonna on end to up falling
4: like dominoes. Oh yeah. Once it stops, it's, it's, it's not going to stop. Or once it starts, it's not going to stop. But, uh, I've completely forgotten what the listeners are about to listen to. I remember that it was me, you, Heidi, and Drew from the cast podcast. Um, I remember we talked, of course, a little bit of religion in there because he's a, a traditional Quaker and of course, Heidi's the Mormon and, and you've got me, <laughs> but, uh, we had a, I remember we had a fun time. I was a little saucy on the, on the episode.
2: Oh, that was so. excellent. No, that was excellent. We, I know we got into, um, wasn't super gruesome, but I remember there was some like, uh, some tales from, from Heidi being a nurse. There was you yeah. and your injuries, um, in your, in your, Our, uh, flat finger. Yeah. Ugh dude so speaking of that my dad so he works in auto body and uh he i was just up visiting him right up in northern california and he was telling me one of the times where he smashed his finger just like you and like the insides kind of came out and then he had to add in he goes i just he got a razor blade and cut the rest of the skin. like <laughs> oh, gangster dude. i'm a weak i'm a weak uh, i get weak when it comes to that stuff but no it was a great episode we had a great time drew um drew was amazing that was um my first time and i believe your first time and i think heidi's first time um uh getting to chat with him yeah uh, real cool dude and then of course we had heidi love on and we're obviously both uh fans and familiar with with heidi love uh, her. but it was a banger man absolutely was love
4: a stuff she's she's been having some banger episodes here lately
2: yeah, I, uh, I can't I can't I wanna say that I've heard them. I this this past week. Oh, I uh, haven't listened I to
4: Jack or shit this last week.
2: <laughs> no, I've been you know what I've been working on is uh the Sean Ryan show, one of my one of my hands down favorite favorite shows, hands down of all time. And it's it's funny because within the la I I wasn't excuse me, I wasn't listening to him um up until like two months ago I started listening to him, but he's got a really good one. And it's been, it lasted me this entire week and I'm still not even finished with it, but it's with him and a hacker and it's a five hour long episode. Oh, hell yeah. So I'm still, I'm still like knocking it out bit by bit, but um, I'll definitely go back and check out and see, um, see what Heidi's thrown out there. I'm assuming you probably haven't thrown out anything, obviously. No, I haven't
4: since. uh... (laughs) No, dude. The last thing that I posted was the, the fixed audio of the clone cloning and chimeras that I did. We did with uh Iowa Talk Guys. It's yep. been a hot minute since something's come out on the show, but that's okay. I mean life's more important than the podcast at the end of the day.
2: Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was hoping to record while we were while I was up there. I had everything I needed. Everything I needed. Man, it's just except except for my mic. That's the I brought the cord to the mic. I brought the soundboard. Didn't bring the mic. So that was that kinda ended up. Yeah, it was shitty. I had really terrible internet service there, so it wouldn't have happened anyhow.
4: And besides, man, it it it, this show's not worth taking away time for family that you barely get to see anyway. So, yeah, I'm not too upset about about it. You know, like I said, we've got some shows lined up. We're gonna. Cause now we're officially co-hosts on, on this show on Sunday night and Secret Sunday Society night, yep. and the holistic roots. Whenever we can get around to doing that, you know, I'd like to kick, you know, try to kick, get all three of them going in uh, some sort of relative normalcy.
2: So I was talking to Ashley about this last night. We've been driving all day and we got home. All I wanted to do was drink a couple beers because, again, we were in the car for 11 and a half hours uh, when it should have been an eight hour drive, maybe nine, give give and take, you know, let the dogs out, let the kids stretch their legs and, and what have you. But I had a good idea uh, and I forgot what it is. So stay tuned. But a way that we can, you know, we, it, it. so we have, right, your show 643, we have Sunday night and then we have holistic roots. So we both do holistic roots. We both do Sunday night. We both do six four three. And I'm trying to figure out a way to like possibly integrate holistic roots to where it's still its own like entity, but a way that it'll make it easy on us. Yeah. To crank it out. Cause we'll so I'm trying to fit yeah, I'm trying. So you brainstorm. I ob- I obviously forgot that great idea, quote unquote, <laughs> that I, that I had. I completely shit the bed on that one. But we'll figure out a way to make it make it easy and doable, and and maybe even holistic roots can be something that we throw on, uh, both Sunday night. Yeah, and yeah, I don't. Yeah, know, yeah something kind like of that like how,
4: kind of like how uh, Ryan Dean absorbed casual KO into dangerous
2: world like
4: yeah i I got you we can definitely make something work
2: instead of making it its own because the rss feed that that part for me you already know dude we recorded the last episode five of holistic roots i don't know what like fucking six months ago (laughs) i still have
4: (laughs) it's been 84 years (laughs) yeah so
2: and then it's kind of a pain in the ass for me due to my negligence but when i log into sunday night on my computer on uh on whatever that is i use uh, spotify and then if i go to log out of there and then i log into holistic roots it gets really funky i know it sounds super simple to most people listening like you just put a different login name but the way that i set up sunday night i did something wrong not necessarily wrong but i did it back to where it's a bitch to sign back in for whatever reason into sunday night but we'll get all that we'll get all that settled i'm gonna go dig through later tonight i'm gonna dig through my my emails and see if i can get that episode five up but we're gonna figure it out for people listening stay tuned it's gonna be a banger all of them are gonna be bangers yeah man every time to be great the,
4: the future of both of our shows and i know it's uh probably not what either one of us had in mind when we first started you know But you can't control life. All you can do is just hold on and go with it or get off. And I refuse to quit. And I know you're right there with you.
2: Yep. Not backing down. Put too much, dude, too much effort. It's a lot. I mean, it's a a lot of work. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of time. I still got dreams for
4: where the show can be. Matter of fact, this this episode that we're pushing out is going to push me over a thousand listens all time.
2: That is awesome, dude. That is awesome. For the record, too, I told uh, real quick, I told Ashley when I first listened to you, I was like, I got to link up with this, dude. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but I got to link up with this, dude. Like, it's got to happen. And then after we did, like, a couple, like, shows together, and then, you know, you talked about Drew Well, Bo, the other co-host of Sunday night. He's got a lot of shit going on. So it, that's he hasn't officially tapped out. But I, I already know that it's it's it's, it's not going to happen. Unfortunately, he's got other things that he needs to focus on. But I had a weird feeling. I told Ashley this is months ago. This is months ago. I'm like, Hank and I are going to be tag teaming a bunch of these. I guarantee it. And I was this was before Holistic Roots. And I'm like, we're going to I have a feeling we're going to be tag teaming this shit together. We're both very similar, uh, yet Absolutely. you know, yet yet different, and we're on opposite opposite sides of not opposite sides, but we're we're states away, and uh, we just click, dude. So I I really hope all the listeners enjoy hearing my voice as much as they hear uh, enjoy hearing your voice, and I'm excited to see what the future brings. 2024, baby, it's going down.
4: Hey, I'm <laughs> excited to see where this thing's going. I'm excited. But my brother, let's let these fine listeners get off into this episode. Ladies and gentlemen, apologize for the tardiness here lately. I know I've been a little absentee, a little deadbeat podcaster over here, but we're back. New and improved. Handkerchief in this mode. Y'all enjoy this episode, and we're going to have some fire put out for y'all real soon. Y'all get into it. And as always, we'll catch y'all next time.
2: All right, guys. Welcome to another episode of Sunday Night Secret Society. Tonight we have another beautiful, awesome roundtable. No agenda here, so we're just gonna we're gonna shoot the shit, have some fun. It's Friday. Happy Veterans Day to all the veterans out there. Um, damn this this time change, dude, is killing me. I can't stand it. I disagree with it. Newsom, you suck. Um, with that being said, I'll let you guys uh, introduce yourself. We have Hank, Heidi, and Drew. their respected podcasts, and we'll start up at the top with hank hank how are you doing brother
4: yo yo what's happening brother
2: another day in the life
4: yes sir yes sir into a nice week out here finally got some good working weather enjoying life man got got some got some cold beer and some some sailor jerry's watching my little cousin play football over here in the state playoffs so
2: i'm having fun having fun Let's go. Heidi.
1: Hello, I'm Heidi Love from the Unfiltered Rise. I'm happy to be here. Happy Veterans Day. Most of my family are veterans or passed from service as well. So that's always good to salute those that served, even though what we serve is kind of questionable at times. Amen. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Still love the people that do it, though. Absolutely. Not their fault.
2: No, I agree. I agree drew what's yeah. up man this, what's is your, up? this is our first time hooking up this is awesome dude i'm super happy to have you on that's stuck a fun to be one here game. man stuck to be here yeah no this is my cat bubba <laughs> he's got three legs he's the you co-host dude, don't even dude
0: yeah he's got <laughs> he, i have to let him in or else he'd me i was like crazy and then and then like he only has three legs so he'll grab my leg and claw the shit out of it just to get <laughs> onto my lap so i have to grab him but um oh, man. i'm drew logan from the drew cast uh you know what I'm saying? Talking conspiracies, talking real talk, uh, just the chaos that's happening around the world. Just trying to digest it and also give light and hope and bring everybody back to, uh, I guess, the hope that that good will prevail in the end. You know what I mean? But um, super stoked to be here. Happy Veterans Day. I, I still had to work, so
2: I don't know what's up with that. But <laughs> anyways, I'm stoked to be here, though, on a Friday night. Yeah, man. Real quick, that's super crazy. So my mom, I'm also in Southern California. Um, I'm in the Riverside area right now in Cherry Valley. 951. Yep, yep. But I'm, I'm originally from uh, San Bernardino County, but we moved okay. like literally 10 miles past the the county line there. But um, kind of oddly enough, so my mom runs a rescue next door. And I help her quite often. She's got a farm. And anyhow, I was over there the other day, and I was getting pellets for all the cats cat litter boxes and i hear my mom fucking screaming and cussing so i turn around i run down and a kitten got out and all the dogs like mauled the cat oh, and anyhow man. the cat has four legs but the third leg the one of the back ones does not work and just a kitten so i feel your pain dude when this cat it's going to have some serious upper strength because when he climbs he's he's all front you know the 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 front legs and not the back legs so, you, so, so
0: he survived, clearly.
2: Yeah, he survived. He okay. survived. And today I know he was supposed to go into the vet today, but I told my mom, like, the leg is looking like it's getting a little better. Like, there's no, there was no puncture wounds. But I think, I don't know what happened exactly, but we postponed the, the vet appointment because he's it looks like he's starting to kind of walk on it a little bit. But uh, for a second, we were thinking it was going to have to be amputated. But I've never mm. seen a three-legged cat. And
0: oh dude they get around awesome. just fine man like like when I I've, I had him for nine years or like eight years and uh he jumped off our balcony we're only on the second floor so like the doctor said when cats don't have enough time to spread out uh and that like they can't spread out and catch the air or something they normally break their legs on lower falls and so that's what happened to him he didn't have time to spread out so he shattered his femur bone kind of like a telescope. It just splintered oh. out, <clears throat> and he tried to save it, but he told me it's gonna cost me ten grand to save the oh leg, gosh. and then two thousand to cut it off. And I was oh like, "Cut boy. it off! I don't care! Cut it off!" I was yeah, like, "I'm not
1: too much attention. money." Yeah, that's and then ridiculous. He was Australian. <laughs> that's a car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's it's Australian. Two grand is
4: a car. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: straight up. Yeah. <laughs> my cars
0: he was an Australian doctor and he's like, mate, you know, this is my practice. Like I want to save the leg. Give me a chance. And I was like, you can try, but I ain't paying 10 grand.
1: Give uh, me an $8,000 discount.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, he called How me about and he's you like, take
4: the leg off and then you can try as many times as <laughs> yeah, you want to. <laughs> there you go.
0: <laughs> yeah. He, he, we ended up making a deal. Like if he could fix it, it'd be three. And then if he couldn't just cut it off and it'd be like two and a half and so he got 500 extra bucks out of me, but, um, yeah, he's running around just fine. Yeah. He like, he's, yeah, he's good. He, he can run fast still. Hmm. So my so dad
1: had guy. a three-legged dog and it did fine. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They don't know. They, they
1: figure it out.
2: Yep, That's wild, dude. Adapted that and is survived wild. Yeah. Actually it, it, I was, I was a little bit late hopping on because I, I, it's a, literally a kitten and it's learning how to like use the litter box with. So I had to like go take it and scrub mm-hmm. it down in the bathroom because yeah, he got shit everywhere. <laughs> luckily, luckily um, I love him. Luckily, I love him. Well, I love all my animals, but you know them. that's crazy. Yeah. So um, ah, oh, just fucking brain fart. I haven't even smoked anything today. <laughs> oh, quick question: We were talking Drew before you hopped on um a little bit of like biblical stuff and and Heidi and and her show. Didn't you go to? was it called seminary school.
0: I went to <clears throat> so in my in my hometown of 800 people in in Kansas, uh, I grew up in a Quaker town, and you know, footloose, can't dance, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as strict as that, but people were definitely judgmental. Like like girls didn't they wanted the pastor's son, stuff like that. Um, I was a bit of a rebel. I chewed tobacco, drank some beer. But I still try to spit game with these Quaker girls, you know what I mean? And so, so <laughs> you got it to
1: 800 people, man.
3: That's yeah. like, how no, many and girls? <laughs> yep.
0: And the pastor's daughter definitely was, you know, she was uh, promiscuous, but uh, but yeah, just like, and then there's a Bible college in that town called uh, Barclay College, and I went to that college because it was free tuition. Um, and so I did my gen eds there, and uh. I actually took it serious though. Like I studied old Testament and new Testament and like my professors were really, really nice people. And, um, uh, and so I really respected them. And, and so I, I actually ended up welding because I did a class in missions for how would you spread the gospel in Saudi Arabia? Cause there's like Muslim police and, uh, and so I did it. I I had welded before, and I was like, welders are making two hundred fifty thousand dollars in um Saudi Arabia. So you could weld, get to know your coworkers, and once they trusted you, maybe then you could, you know, spread the gospel or whatever. And so in doing that class, I was like, wait, welders are making two hundred fifty k. I'm gonna go to welding school. So that's what I ended up doing, and then jetted out here to Cali. Okay. But yeah, Some, I have a yeah, deep Christian upbringing you could say Good but I didn't really I, I wasn't really like I was so jaded by the church and so jaded by judgment that I what, I kind of yeah. what
4: flavor of Christianity was that Quaker is, uh, Wait what do you mean a lot like because see I, I was raised in the Church of
0: Christ. Okay, you
4: it's you got, aren't
1: they Protestant? Bad it's did, kinda,
4: Pentecostal,
1: you know, I
0: think it's non-dominational, like you I know imagine. what I mean. Like, they were, and to be honest, like I still think low-key, like part of me is still pretty Quaker, like they don't believe in war, they don't believe in uh, like they're kind of hippies in a in lot out of oatmeal, way. yeah, 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 <laughs> 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 <Fucking Hank. laughs> yep. all about our oats, but no, I mean i haven't gone to church in a hot minute and uh but like uh but i definitely when i wake up i pray for my family and, and for I, sure, man. you know what i mean i still talk to the big dog i still believe in him and all mm-hmm. that stuff but but church i isn't
1: just god anyway
4: you listen to me anyway I that's all the big guy wants from you is just to mm-hmm. do right
0: and yeah work
1: on church right. yeah I, it's I not a, it's
4: church. not about a building yeah. <laughs>
0: I was telling you, you guys know? before, you know, like financially how I came up in September. I remember praying the month before, like, "Yo, know, bless me with money. Just bless me with finances. I want I want some finances. And then that happened. And then mm-hmm. I was just like, wow. Like, you know what I mean? Like it it, it, it was weird. It's like so you got to be careful for what you pray for, too, because I really think if you have that in your heart deeply to pray for something, you will probably get it
4: intention's a hell of a thing
0: yeah it is it really is he,
4: he is always says
1: that he'll give you what you need but no more if you're a christian so like you must need it right now you know because yeah there's some people i think that 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 isn't that that wouldn't happen for simply because like i had a cousin and he had been really into the now i'm a, i am ai do not know if you know this but i'm an ex-mormon but at the time i was a mormon and he is a Mormon, whatever. And so he was really into it and he was doing really good with his life. And he'd been an ex like user. He got money. It was a very bad thing. Okay. Like, sometimes it's better. I think. And I think God knows that. Like, and obviously he's doing better now, but I think maybe it's always, it's a balance, you know, it yeah. depends. It depends. God knows our hearts like more than we do, too. 100%. <laughs> like, for sure. Keeps us, keeps us in the lane that we need to be in. <laughs> Money's never been too great for me. I pray for it all the
4: time. But <laughs> <laughs> See, and you know, this Come is, on. I've never, yeah. and, and not to say that I, I'm not passing no judgment, but like, I, I don't pray for money. I don't, but I also don't stress about, even no matter how tight the finances get, I don't stress about it. Because time and time again, <clears throat> I've seen whether you can, people want to call it fate, whether it's just the world turning or it, it's God coming through in the clutch once again, like I'm never, I've never been out on the street.
1: Right. I've never had my
4: lights turned off. I've never let my kids go hungry. So at the end of the day, I just trust that when it, when it needs to be there, it'll be there. And I maybe just, that's I just not always, the best yeah. way to live, but I, 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 no, I don't stress good. about it, man. Like, yeah. You remind me. Of I know money. that I'm, I, I go to work back, every day. Yeah. I know what I'm gonna make during my paycheck. And I know that my bills are going to get paid. And then, and then if something else comes up, then we'll cross that bridge when we get there, you know?
1: But, or if a blessing comes like what you had to like, it was obviously meant to be for you. Like, I always pray to be sustained. I always sure. pray that the Lord will sustain me and give me the things that I need, not want. Because <laughs> there's a big sure. difference, right? And so because I have a really good career and I could make a killing. But every time I try to do that, I almost die. So I'm like, okay, maybe that's not exactly what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> maybe I'm supposed to do homeschool okay I got it but like really like I I mean I really worked full-time and then I got cancer and then I worked full-time and my back got infected and like all these horrible things and I'm just like every time it goes back to motherhood so I'm like okay I got it and I still work I just can't work full-time you know
2: are you better now
1: yeah yeah yeah, for now (laughs) I got, I've always got some dumb thing. Like I had to have stitches the other day. Just they did some little procedure. It's always some dumb thing like it. And unless it's going to kill me, I'm always like, it's fine. Because it's I'm so used to it now. Like my asthma, all my stuff. But it's just it's one of those things at this point. Right. After cancer, I was like, it's whatever. <laughs> I'm I'm good. Like your, your perspective
0: has to yeah. be worth gold. Like to come out of that and have a that perspective, it's gotta be like, wait, I'm healthy, my kids are healthy, everything's good, you know? Yeah, last year
1: last year I ended up with that back infection and it was rough because I had to have a pick line in my heart, like for four months. (laughs) It was so stupid too, because it was totally avoidable. But at the same time, I'm like, Well, I'm just grateful I'm a nurse and can take care of it myself. You know what I mean? Like I don't have to have anybody come in and bother my dog three times a day to hang my medication or whatever. Cause he wouldn't, that, that would not work out well, but.
2: So they let I, you, they yeah. let you do that. Like the doctors yeah. were fine knowing your background, knowing yeah. your, your, the knowledge that you have, they were fine with you doing your own.
1: Yeah. I absolutely refuse to have anybody else come. Like I was like, the, even my dressing changes, I taught myself how to do it with my left hand. So I well, was that- like.
2: That would be like that would nope. be like for like Hank and Drew needing to weld something and like oh, I'm gonna call someone and have them come weld it. It's like no, I can yeah, do it myself. No. Thank you very yep. much. Yep. Okay,
1: it's funny. I mean, they they know as long as if I didn't have an active license, then they wouldn't have let me. But you,
4: if you know. need any more left-handed tips just hit me up I got there you, you
1: go <laughs> I know a few times my husband was like uh because I have to have somebody hold it while I would do it and he's like this is not this is scary I'm like stop it just hold still <laughs> but he passes out he sees blood and he boom <laughs> hit the floor like yeah he's, he's yeah you always marry your opposite right <laughs> it's <laughs> i'm like well i can see anything and i'm like huh that might need a stitch like (laughs) and he just passes straight out
4: (laughs) we got this machine at work and it it takes flat metal and it rolls it into a circle right and one day i'd been at this machine rolling these bands for over an hour and i zoned out got my earbuds in i'm listening to stuff and we got a certain kind of band that it has a wide opening every so often and it caught my glove and I didn't pay attention and I didn't realize what happened until my finger, the, the finger was in the roller, like knuckle deep in the roller. And the crazy thing is, is the roller has a foot pedal. And so all I had to do was step off of the pedal. But because my finger's hurting, all I could do was stand up on my feet more. Oh, no. Harder on the pedal. (laughs) And somehow I ripped my hand (laughs) out of this machine. Like, my leather glove got ripped. Like, I ripped it so hard that I ripped the leather around this knuckle of the leather glove. And that was still stuck in this roller. And it blew my finger out right there. Like a hot dog. (laughs) Left in the...
3: (laughs) left in the and it almost blew out it almost
4: it almost blew out the tip like blood was pulled up real bad at the tip of it so i got like an extra wide flat finger right here it's really (laughs) cool for playing the guitar but um when when it happened i pulled it out and i'm just looking at my finger i was like oh this is bad this is bad this is bad And i walked (laughs) over to my to my co-worker and i was like help (laughs) he was like what i said i said hey you gotta help me and no. he's like, I, "What do you mean?" And and I got pissed off, and I was starting to feel at that point, so I ran across mm. the road, and I walked into my boss's office. I was like, "You gotta help me!" Oh my gosh! Went right that's... back to work after I got it stitched up, though. Oh, that mom. that ain't de- if that ain't de- de- determination. What's the word I'm looking for? Uh,
1: right. Uh, they can count on you. That's for sure.
4: Yeah, mental Ouch. illness. Yeah, that's really what
2: the fuck it is. <laughs> Dude, that's, so that's, that's 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 bad dude i don't that's know why that came to mind that's she a got bad to talking day. about having to that's having to learn day. how to use your
4: other hand so i just oh. learned how to do everything because i'm left-handed i had to learn how to do everything with my right hand and
0: you guys are oh. day when i'm
4: welding i'll still catch myself holding my will my, my gun with my left hand but my hold my finger way out in the middle of nowhere And this happened over <laughs> a year and a half ago <laughs> uh,
1: you're like oops what? sorry don't pay attention to that <laughs>
2: What what video is that, Drew?
0: Oh, dude, I don't even know if I should say it. Well, there's a video of a, it's like a compressing thing. Like, so yeah. it smashes things down and mm. this lady reaches in to grab something and accidentally hits it. And it compresses her whole bicep down into a pancake. Ew. Oh, that's great. <laughs> she takes it off and it's just, her arm's just flat. And uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a normal that day. Oh, yeah. And it probably pinched it and all they had to do was... Oh, yeah.
4: That was that was a, that was was probably... The doctors loved her. Yeah, all they had to do yeah. was just cut that.
2: They probably yeah. took some scissors and just... A, me- a mechanical tourniquet? Yeah, yeah,
4: pretty much. Yeah, no, I mean, it was like mechanically cauterized. It was That's gnarly. Like, you ever seen the video? Of, <laughs> it's some, some, somewhere, I'm assuming, in China because they got a bunch of dumb bitches over in China. <laughs> this bitch is in a warehouse and she's behind a forklift and this dude picks up Something way too heavy for the forklift, and the forklift tilts forward. Well, if you're if you know anything about a fucking forklift, you know you're fine. Yeah, yeah. The forklift's gonna go back down. Well, this mm-hmm. dumb bitch thought that she was going to push the back of the forklift down.
3: Mm-hmm. So,
4: so she put her hands on it, and then the forklift tilted up even more, and she was off of her feet. And then when it slammed down, she was underneath it. Oh, oh, oh my! Moral gosh. of the story, ladies and gentlemen, is. Keep away from shit that'll kill you. Mind yeah. your fingers. Wear your safety glasses, and stay the fuck away from a forklift. <laughs>
1: yeah. Right and uh, yeah, don't don't put yourself in compromising positions. That's not I almost a good lost idea. Lost my
4: left eye because <laughs> a fucking shard of metal got embedded into my eye.
0: Oh, wait, You weren't wearing glasses or did? you?
4: No, <laughs> Well, actually no. The Uh-oh. thing is, I was, but. Yeah. It happened. I've done come home after work, took a shower, was sitting on the couch and thought, my, thought my, I thought like I had an eyelash or something. And when I rubbed my eye, it burrowed into my eye. I guess oh, it was chilling gosh. on my eyelashes. And like, I pushed it into my shit, went to sleep the next night, woke up the next morning. Like, damn, there's still something in my eye, man. It's fucking killing me. Drove my wife hour up to the big city, went shopping with her and went, went and used took a piss at one of the places she was shopping at and I was like man I'm about to see what the fuck's in my eye and I I turned the flashlight on and all I see is it just looked like a gray circle like in the in the mm-hmm. I don't know the names of the retina pupil cornea one of them things like right <laughs> on the edge of the the colored rim the brown eye the brown hole of the, of the, the brown eye, eye. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Don't and,
1: lie uh, your your eyes are green
4: but but see now check this shit out my eyes are actually green orange blue um yellow and green like there's literally every color yeah yeah (laughs) i was that we had this talk because
1: i had to tell him he was a nephilim so i was that kid that
4: spent hours in front of a in front of a mirror staring into my own eyes just high he's as hell like,
2: like, oh, <laughs> he's like I look good
0: <laughs> that's hilarious dude, was that before awesome. or after the wow. ecstasy right yeah. <laughs> yes oh, I, got a, <laughs> wild. I got a wire wheel piece stuck in my eye and good then uh, we just <laughs> what we did is we just opened up
2: my eye and then my homie took a magnet no. stuck it on and then no. that was it
1: Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's I know a good idea but scary
2: I know a lot of the times like my dad worked he was, uh, worked in the auto auto body industry for a long time. So he would get pieces of metal in his eye. I mean, it, I felt like for a while, dude, it was like a couple times a year. And he would, I remember the first time he told me, he goes, yeah, I have to get this thing drilled out of my eye. And I'm like, drill? <laughs> but I guess they use a really small <sighs> drill sometimes yeah. and they drill it and yeah. then to back it up.
4: That's what they had to do. Like, they, it yeah. <laughs> it's like almost like a vibrating knife more than it is a drill and they just cut around it and pull that oh, son bitch out
1: i've had my yeah. eye ducked like opened again because i don't know what happened last like year after word? yes because last year after all the antibiotics everything like anything that could go wrong did go wrong after that after i got off and My eye just kept hurting and I go in and he's like, oh, your, your tear duct is closed. And so he's like, we, we can just fix it. And they numb it. It doesn't hurt at all. But like somebody coming at your eyeball with that stuff. And he stuck a needle straight into that. And I was like, it didn't hurt, but it freaked out my brain. Just having it come at me. I couldn't like the little procedure I had. He like straight up cut a chunk out of my arm and sewed it. And that didn't even bother me, but cause I could look away, but your eye you can't look away i'm sitting here <laughs> so stupid. sitting in
4: this chair freaking out because i know what's coming this motherfucker's about to have to go play in my mm-hmm. eyeball and i look yep. at him i said so you about to put me to sleep and he started <laughs> laughing yeah no he said they what don't. i said he said what i said man are you about to put me to sleep he said sir you're not gonna feel this i said i'm not worried about feeling it i'm scared of you playing in my eyeball like yep. i'm i'm that person I'll, I'll watch whatever scary movie you want to whatever but when it comes to the needle getting real close to the eye like
1: I'm thinking, oh, I don't do yeah this it's anymore. bad in the eye yeah no I don't, I don't I'm do this. Yeah. I'm with you
4: man not my peepers man <laughs> I'm with you. he
1: they... just did it himself what if it ripped a pizza <laughs> like what if it what if it give was stuck the... in there real good you give know what'm talking biggest... about the... yeah yeah
2: the magnet give me the biggest biggest magnet you got right like, it was Shit. like a we have these uh these
0: degree like 90 degree magnets so you could just set it on the plate and then slam the oh next one gosh. and we just grab one of those and we're just like real close and, yeah he's one of my old-timer oh. homies and he got it
1: Damn. Yeah, got it i'd be scared to it be burrowed too. in there and then huh? like a chunk could come out and, and you got to go to the doctor worry well, <laughs> about the hole <laughs>
0: every time i blink it would scratch my eyelid because oh, no. it was sharp so that's why yep. we knew right away, oh, we know what this is. So we just kept it open and then he just came through and Oof. that was it. Got it. We got it. Yeah.
4: No, so I fucked yeah. around and put it at the bottom of my eye first that motherfucker went straight through my eye.
2: Uh, yeah. uh,
0: no. So <laughs> eyeball is nasty.
2: I I I wanted your guys' thoughts here. I just heard about this the other day, but um I, I know I guess it's a little bit more local to to drew and i here in california but did you guys hear about the four lapd officers well the three and then the one that was retired all i believe they committed suicide all there's four in one week i think they're like two days no. apart i think
4: i did hear something about that but wow. i think that weren't they all connected to some <laughs> case
2: see i don't know i don't know a whole lot about it but i've heard uh I think it was on, and this is a while ago. A really badass, like crime podcast. It was called uh, "To Live and Die in LA," and mm-hmm. one of the guys is, I believe, he's like a drummer or a lead singer from, I think, Hoobastank or maybe Incubus.
4: Dude, I fucked with Hoobastank.
2: Yeah, I don't know if it was Incubus. I want to say it might be Incubus, but Hoobastank. but I like Hoobastank and and Incubus, but um, yeah, they they oh, go they go over this whole they're they're finding this missing person they have two seasons each season's a different person and it's um anyhow but it really seemed like the L like LAPD like they were it was very they're they're very corrupt like they're almost in like their own little gang they have their own little Mm -hmm. their little posse their own little gang and I don't know I just found it really weird that that
1: Sounds four. like they were going to go down for some. It yeah.
2: says
0: four, four mm-hmm. current and former L.A. Sheriff's Department employees died by suicide in a 24-hour <laughs> span. The suicide deaths of four current and former Los Angeles Sheriff's Department employees. Um, we are stunned to learn of these deaths, and it has sent shockwaves of emotions throughout the department as we try and cope with the loss of not just one, but four beloved, active, and retired members of the department family. Right. Um yeah that's crazy I'm retired that seems, too that seems sketchy something's yep. going, off. Mm-hmm. Yep. Something some going case on
1: yeah some cases gonna pop off that they like were involved in yeah like all yeah, the something. they're gonna be like oh we found all those bags of heroin or those and, kids yeah. Yep. yeah oh that's worse yeah yeah because
2: yeah, uh. i don't even oh no 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 no! get down cat get... my, my <laughs> cat gets on my PC you guys tower. and your cat dude he will literally turn <laughs> no, my no, computer right. off like mid fucking <laughs> <That's> been... mid podcast <laughs>
1: They're naughty cats. <laughs> that's
4: hilarious. Oh, yeah. If, if Chef blanks out, just know it was his cat and he'll be, he'll be back as soon I'll be back. as he can. He'll be okay, back. Okay. <laughs> we, so is, we carry on,
1: folks. We carry on.
2: <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's weird. Funny. Like, I, I'm really curious as to what case. Like, you if think it was it's a... got anything mm-hmm. to
4: do with them.
1: If they're retired, um, then it's going to be a little bit old case. We should find out how well, long they've been retired.
2: Only one of them's retired, the other three were active. And I wonder I think how long it's got
1: anything to
4: do with them coming out with publicly naming Tupac's killer and shit.
0: Mm. Uh That's who was song. Tupac's killer? Who, who were they saying it was? Did they publicly say that? They
4: said it was some some guy that they and it would it turned out to be one of the initial suspects that they had, but mm. um, I don't, I don't, I mean we we all know it wasn't that guy.
0: Well, I welded. I, I think at, it was
4: uh, the LAPD themselves that probably killed him.
0: It, yeah, but it wasn't in. It was Las in,
4: Vegas?
2: It was in. It was in Vegas.
1: Yeah, and I don't think he's dead. It, it was tied I, to Biggie though. Yeah, so, I don't think like, he's dead. Biggie I think he's still alive. Right.
2: That. I worked at a prison
0: uh, <clears throat> a little past San Diego, and <clears throat> I, when I would come through, and uh, I had to weld a grease duck for their kitchen. It's it's a big prison. I forget the name of it, but. Uh, it's right Shawshank. by the border of Tijuana, TJ. So like when I would drive down there, it took me two two hours and sh- some change to get there in the morning, but I would see TJ light up, and that's when I knew I was close. And then uh it was like the border and then this prison. And supposedly Tupac's killer was there. The uh oh, you guys remember his name? He, he like ran over somebody recently. Like oh oh Suge Knight? Suge Knight, yeah. Suge Knight oh, was yeah, there. Shug. When I was there like uh me and my buddy josh he's a tin knocker and i was the welder was just us two we went in and the guards they had to check me for tobacco and i chewed at the time and so i had to literally sneak it in cardboard and like stuff it in my pants because i was not gonna (laughs) go to work without a dip and he uh, had a
1: prison shank of tobacco (laughs) and
0: uh while i was in there the first day um we go to the kitchen, which is kind of in the middle of the prison. And mm. the guards are like saying, hey, you're on your own. You know, if <laughs> shit goes down, like if something happens, you have to defend yourself and mm. by any means necessary. And I'm just like, That's really? Great.
1: That feels great. I bet yeah. you were like awesome.
0: Well, me and my homie Josh, Josh is kind of bigger than me. And uh, I was like, I got your bag. And he, like, me and him didn't even know each other. We just got sent there. <laughs> me and him are like this now. And, uh,
1: and I bet. The first,
0: the first day there was a guy mopping it was just me josh and this guy mopping and he was an old man and uh then a guard came in and he goes hey uh toolbox and like called him toolbox and all this shit and so i asked the guard why did you call him toolbox he's like he's one of the toolbox killers so then i went <laughs> home That's that night, terrifying. looked up <laughs> a documentary of this guy and uh And, yeah, back in, like, the 80s, him and an accomplice would pick up girls on the... That is a terrifying case. Yeah. And then they would drive them up the fire canyons and then rape them. And, like, they would... They
1: had a torture chamber of everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. They had, like... They, they like,
1: dildoed a girl to death.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they were Like,
1: they made, like, horrible sex contraptions to kill them with. Yeah. That was a crazy case. That would be terrifying to be with them. Well, he was
0: (laughs) old as balls. So, like, I didn't care. Like he like the next day I saw him I saw him a couple more times I was there probably like a week and a half and uh but it was just really trippy to watch the documentary and then go back oh. and see him and he he died like a year after like I remember reading up on it and like in 2020 at some point because this was 2019 in December and uh there was a couple crazy people in that prison it was nuts yeah they probably it was dark than a couple. it was dark the energy was dark it was just The whole thing was dark. Like I was in there and I was just like, man, this place, this is like a, a, like an asshole of the planet that nobody (laughs) wants to be in right now. It was just, you could just tell time stood still. And it was just, I was ready to get the, I I hauled ass. That should have been a three week job. And we, we worked our ass off. So we got, you're like, and we're
1: done. (laughs) that's that's So much crazier
4: than the Mexican got on boots joke. I was prepared for (laughs) Y'all what's that, that joke the 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 the, the skit about me- mexican got on boots like this dude got got sent to prison and he was a new guy and and everybody kept whispering mexican got on boots mexican got on boots and apparently that's the key word for a riot's coming oh yeah okay. and okay. he was he it's a lot funnier when the, when the when the comedian well, tells it <laughs> but it's all I good. was scared for you, you say, when you, you said you mom, that's how Jeffrey Dahmer died. the first died. place my dumbass <laughs> mom went with Mexican got on boots. And then here he is talking about some like prolific rapist murderer. Oh,
0: shit. You know what's crazy, too, is when you walk out of prison in that prison. So when you're done with your sentence and you go down the hallway of being free, which I went every day to leave, um, there was a mural drawing on the entire wall. And this is like, I don't know, probably like. 100 feet of wall and then it turns and then there's more mural drawings about 50 feet and then another 50 feet and it was the prettiest drawing I've ever seen and that guy was a part of it and I guess it took 40 something years or something 35 years and he drew from memory the um San Diego from from the port because he was in the Navy he drew from memory all of San Diego and uh it, it was really detailed and I was just like, it was insanely, I'll, I'll give him props on that. Like he did really, really good on that drawing, but it's it's crazy. I was how- scared
1: you were going to say hot girls. <laughs>
0: I, no, I didn't see. I saw a whole, it, it was like from no, the,
1: of the mural. Cause he, oh,
0: know. just all girls. Oh all Jesus. All joked out. <laughs> I'm sorry.
3: I'm
1: a no, nurse. I, Nurses are wrong. This <laughs> so
0: all good.
3: My
2: Speaking. wife's going to be a nurse. <laughs>
1: She'll Speak- be messed up. Oh, yeah. She's <laughs> get so, a bad brain. <laughs> yes. Speaking
2: of, like, like, you're like the hot girls, right? So I was also in the Navy, right? And I got in some trouble. Long story short, I was in the brig at Miramar down in San Diego. And I remember I was in there with a dude that I knew um, prior. And I remember getting ready to line up for Chow. And I'm like all the all the women were coming back from Chow, and I'm like, fuck, dude, that girl's fucking smoking, dude. <laughs> and he's like, you want to know why she's in here? And I was like, what'd she do? I went AWOL. Long story, but anyway, I went AWOL. That's what I did. Um, and what is so that? I'm thinking I'm uh, AWOL is like when you just decide you're not showing up to the Navy Absol- no more. Oh, just done. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm Without done. Leave. I'm not going back. I'm done. And Absolutely. so... Yeah, he's like, dude, she murdered her husband and all of her kids. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah. my god. Yeah. And I'm just like, you d- would have never expected. Because I'm it's literally like when you see um, it depends on the brig, but like the one that I was at. When you see um, I don't know, the the show's I forgot the name of it, like 60 Days In or whatever, it's a, literally a oh yeah fucking pod upstairs downstairs. You got like your TVs and whatnot, and then you got plexiglass. Plexiglass walls, so you can see out into the hallway, and then of course your cells, the doors shut, they lock, you're stuck in there. You have the red light in there; it's terrible. But um some oh, of the you story, had to
0: go to you had to go to
2: jail. I went to the yeah. break. Oh, yeah, it's serious. If yeah, you don't
1: I, show up, they they throw you yeah. in jail for a, little, had, a little had you serious, gotta got to get a lawyer. They're <laughs> they're had, you got
2: to get a lawyer. I had <laughs> federal marshals. I don't know. I don't know if it if if they went to the extent that they cat get out. I don't know if they went uh, hold on. Cat. You're dead, you're Call dead. that,
1: that cat's name is Havoc.
2: Oh, there does goes AWOL, all the cookies. Does
0: AWOL refer to Marines? Uh, everything. everything. Yeah. Everything. It, yeah if you go it, AWOL, it, you're in you're in the prison it, of AWOL just means
4: absence without leave. There you go. It means you that go. you you have disobeyed orders to be somewhere. You were told to be here and you are not here. You are now yeah. AWOL. That was like if, bur- like if you were like if you were stationed at the base and you went you had a <laughs> two day leave over the weekend. You had you got turned loose Friday night, but you had to turn back up Sunday night, right? You didn't turn up Sunday night. You are officially a wall. They're coming when they you. when when the they don't send San Diego police to find you. They send the military police to come. find I
2: had you. dude, I had the federal marshals. <laughs> or they'll
4: send the fucking federal marshals to come yeah. find you. And I had then a, when you then when had you a get back,
2: clearance. the, oh, the military has it. it.
4: The military has its own I- incarceration system. The UCMJ. Mm-hmm.
0: Do they have their own judges? All that yes, stuff. Everything? Yes.
4: Yep. My my boss's son is in the JAG system. He's a he's in he's a paralegal for the National Guard. He he's a he's in the lawyer world, like. There used to be a whole TV show back in the 90s called Jag that was okay. the shit. And it was all about naval lawyers. You, were, you, don't, you don't remember the movie A Few Good Men. You can't yeah. handle oh, yeah. the truth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. That That's part of all. It? Yeah, yes, because that because you can't handle the truth guy did some shit he wasn't supposed to do. And so there was a a yeah. lawyer, a military lawyer busting his ass just like it would in civilian court. It's just everybody in this proceeding is in the military
1: and they All do right. their own judgments they do their own punishments yep. they yep. do their own we so if i work in, in military, a mental health if you're in the military
4: and you go to a bar and get into a fight not only will mm-hmm. you get charged in the civilian world yep. you get charged under the ucmj yep. in the military world
2: which is going to be a yep. lot worse Oh, yeah. So
1: I work in a mental health facility, but we have active duty. uh, That's how I that's how I
2: know you, Heidi. You look familiar. Yeah.
1: (laughs) And we take like all the military people, but we also do NSA, CIA, like crazy stuff. And so but if they don't show up, because usually what what we get are people that like got drunk and crashed their car or some dumb thing and they have to go somewhere, you know, or or they really did have like full on PTSD or something anyway, if they don't come or they try to leave, we, we literally have to call their people and like, they will send them (laughs) to come, not the police, like the big people to come get them. Yeah. And we tell them all the time. I'm like, I'll just call your captain. So, cause he's like, what are you going to do about it? I'm like, nothing. I'm just going to make a phone call. So
2: yeah, you say call your captain (laughs) or your your superior. Yeah. Yeah, They're going to, they're going to fucking stand by real quick. You just, (laughs) but yeah, dude, it's yeah. it's a whole nother, one of the crazy things, and we could bounce on it, something else, but one of the crazy things is, is that uh, on my way out, before, I had already got out of the brig, but I was on my way out of the military, um, I went to, uh, what was it, PB, Pacific Beach in San Diego, and oh, yeah. got my headphones, got my, my iPod, whatever it was back then, my phone, and I, I just laid out on the beach, and I fell asleep, Okay, I woke up, and I was sunburnt, dude, from head to toe. Could barely walk. <laughs> it was that bad. Oh, yeah. In the military, you can get charged. So because I was already kicked out, they didn't really give a shit. But let's say that I wasn't getting kicked out and I had to I had to perform on Monday, like, just do my job. And I'm like, I, like I can't, dude. Like, I'm fried. You can get charged for damaging government property. Dang. <laughs> yep. You, you you being the property. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're in get, the property. Yeah. I yeah. get it. Oh man. I mean, if, you get, if you get in a fight and break
4: your hand, you're getting charged with destruction of pro- government property. Were you in the mm-hmm.
0: military? Me? No, uh hey. Uh, <laughs> <Hank>. Briefly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know the reason I ask is um isn't the military like the people joining now? Isn't the numbers hella low compared yeah. to normal?
4: They're actually
1: recalling people like my, um, so my brother-in-law, they called him back. He was in retirement and what? they called him, but he, they just asked him, Would they asked willing? him, Hey, we need you. Cause he was like higher up clearance on a lot of things. And I think they give him a lot of money, but he's crazy. Cause he's like my age. I think he's like two years younger. So 30. maybe he's like 45. No, I'm
2: 47. Oh, whatever. Eddie. <laughs>
1: I am four so,
2: 47.
1: <laughs> yes, I'm I'm forty-seven. And so he's gonna be gone for like, I don't know, like five he, years on a he boat. He took it, he took it? Yes, cause the money.
2: Navy yeah, or Marine yeah. Corps. He had to have been Navy. one of the other. Yep. Damn, nope. <clears> dude. See, that but, is crazy. and they tried
1: to do that with my uncle who's a green beret, but well, and you he gotta has think PTSD. About it. But <clears> so he was like he was highly like he was want to talk about top clearance good grief like presidential service
2: is this like recent Uh,
1: he he just shipped out yeah and he's 40 he's 45 he had a broken hand he has ptsd and all this stuff and i'm like they still wanted you back like what and yeah
2: that is wild because i just seen a video uh on instagram something and it was this guy saying that I think it might have been the Marine Corps or the Army. I'm not exactly sure on the branch, but they were fast-tracking people in the military that were going down the recruit, being a recruiter. Excuse me. They were promoting them to, like, sergeant or staff sergeant so that they can... Because I think you have to be a staff sergeant. I'm not sure on this, but there was something to do with, like, you have to be... Like an E4, or E5 to be able oh, to, be a to get them up. At, okay, but they're trying to ramp up the re- the recruiters, and they're also what I mean by fast. Why?
1: Tracking... Who are they going to recruit with the snowflakes we got? <laughs> like, I want to know that answer. Like... Yeah, but at the same <laughs> are time, you?
2: at oh. the same time, like, is it is it because the numbers are actually super super low right mm-hmm. now, or is it because they're preparing for something?
1: Or is it because the side effects of the thing they made everyone get?
2: True, and yeah, I think true. it's an accumulation of. And all they're all the
1: dropping percent? like flies. Yeah. Yep. Like, I uh, I've, yeah, seen a lot of things this year. <laughs>
0: I'm a hundred percent positive World War Three is gonna crack off in 2024. Like, I have no doubts about it. The Simpsons
1: um, did predict it. Yeah.
0: So. Well, <laughs> even like like uh, even conspiracy aside. Wrong. Conspiracy aside, I was—I've been listening to podcasts all the time. Hank knows how it is. You know, we weld, and it's—I'm twenty-four-seven. You know, 24 yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm listening to uh that that Indian dude who was on the Republican stage, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. Vivek, yeah, Ramaswamy. He uh <laughs> he was on a uh, BPD. Like this guy. He was on the BPD or what? I forget the fuck. Uh, this guy's awesome. Uh, Pat David. Patrick, Bat, David. Anyways, he was on his podcast today, and I listen, and uh, even him, even, like, people who are running for office, like, and not even just as conspiracy junkies and stuff, he's saying it's inevitable. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. in my opinion, it is. I mean...
1: Anytime you mess with Israel, dude, like, this is not good. And Trump is 100% a Zionist. And so...
0: (laughs) Well, China-Taiwan hasn't even cracked off. Wait till that cracks yeah. off in next year. Yeah. I, he, he said, Yamashuan, uh, whatever the hell his name is, he said <laughs> that um, once they, if they do realize, China realizes that a Republican will take office, they're going to mm-hmm. go balls and deep in Taiwan. Well, for
4: sure. And they're absolutely going to make their move before Biden
0: leaves yes, office. Mm-hmm. They are 100%. I have no doubt in my mind. And what does that look like? What does World War Three look like? And he was talking about it, and he was saying Iran will try to EMP the shit out of us, go after our electrical grid, and um, when it comes to uh, the recruiting or what not recruit, but the uh, the draft, like that's gonna happen. I think if if our mili- like if this is a, as big of a war as I think it could be, um, I, think I think they
1: better draft the girls because the boys are really lacking now. Oh. Oh, well, <laughs> I hate they, to tell aren't, them, they,
0: aren't they really boys though these girls i'm, to, I'm just I'm saying to...
1: i don't even know but they are all wild i'm like i'm just glad my son's my only son they can't draft him so i'm like i'm he's gonna hit too him with young, that
4: but... with that jordan belfort that old wolf of wall street i'm not fucking going
0: yeah. <laughs> well how old are you Hank? 33 all right 36 no nah, it won't
4: guy. it won't it won't be me it'll be yeah. it'll be one of my little brother's He's yeah. the only one out of the three of us that don't have children. He'll be the one that gets drafted. That's what I'm saying. Right now, life is. And then I'm going to have to go pull some fucking Hunger Games shit and go volunteer for his ass uh. and then go AWOL because I'm not fucking
0: going.
1: <laughs> then go AWOL.
0: Yeah. I, I just don't think now, uh, the public realizes how close we are to uh, this. W- why would
4: dream. I want to go anywhere else? I think a lot of people. Leave my know. own home open for attack. I don't give a single shit about fighting for any speck of dirt that ain't here
1: i know this i live three miles from the air force base and i know that i will not make it probably because they're gonna bomb that thing my stepdaughter said to me one day she said i'm scared about world war III." i said oh don't worry and she's like why i'm like because we live by the base and she's like oh because they'll save us i'm like no we're gonna die fast (laughs) and she's like what oh i'm probably i'm just telling you the truth
4: (laughs) i'm probably getting taken out off the top too because the town I'm in, hell the county I'm in is responsible for a large slice of the nation's steel produce or Mm steel produce. Like that's what we do here is we we farm cotton, rice, beans and corn and we make a whole lot of steel.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I mean, I don't know
4: what better get your go
1: bags, better Better get get your your food storage. (laughs) I I've had all that stuff since I don't know. I'm stocking I'm up
4: on 22 rounds and 12 gauge shells. So that's I, um,
0: come on,
1: that's it right there. That's and it right see, there. But if you stay anywhere local, then then it isn't good. No, have no. To but go. see, I,
4: I'm I'm blessed. Within 10 minutes, I'm in the middle of nowhere.
1: I'm in the mountains in about eight. Yeah. We see. I'm plans.
4: I'm good. I am G O O D. I am uh, Gucci. I'm Gucci Kyle, Kyle. knows the only problem with my bug out playing. The only problem with my bug out plan is that my wife and kids are gonna get me killed quick because they won't <laughs> shut the hell up.
2: You got in trouble last time.
4: <laughs> <laughs> my, my uncle was I like, like the special, special forces uncle.
1: I, <laughs> I told him about my mountain plan and he says, "Nah, there's an island out here. You're gonna come with me and we're just gonna we're gonna take <laughs> care of it." And I was like, "Uh, like what?" And he's like, "Don't worry." <laughs> <I'm> not-
4: <laughs> I was like, "See." okay i got i got, so go I got sand there's sandbars in the middle yeah. of the mississippi that i could get to <laughs> but i could go to sleep on that sandbar and then wake up underwater because oh, that river that river's fucking crazy
1: yeah that is a crazy so, river
4: like that That's... and see that that river kills my bug out plan uh, uh four months out of the year because it's flooded behind uh, i live right on the mississippi river and there's a, could, a levee. you got a boat no i don't need a boat because we got a levee. Oh, like okay. my town is is right on the levee. and then across the levees like the river and so whenever that that river floods everything from the levee to the river is just underwater and but that you know that's nobody's gonna go back there so as long as the river ain't up that's where i'm gonna be
0: my thing is, like, how long do you want to live like that? You know what I mean? Like, as long
4: as I need to, homie. I got, I got you. <laughs> I got
0: you, homie. I, I feel you. But, like, <clears throat> like a, I'm from Kansas, and now I live in California. And if World War III breaks out, I'm in the heat of it. And a part of me is, like, jealous of my homies in Kansas who have got all the land, all the guns, all that stuff. And I'm like, you got a fighting chance. And I tell them that. I'm like, dude, you guys are good. Why are you tripping? And they're like, they're like, dude, the world is going to be in such chaos that I get it. Like, a part of me is like, I don't know. I just wonder how chaotic it would be. I either
1: hope I make it out and live in my camper, or I just don't make it at all very quickly. Like one of the two.
2: Warheads on foreheads. Drew, you
4: can come to Osceola, Arkansas right now and get a job yesterday building one of the biggest steel mill factories in America.
0: See, I would. And, but I'm obligated. Get the to fuck stay.
4: out of California. You're not obli- obligated
0: to do any fucking thing. Let me, <laughs> I'm going to tell you just
4: California. like I've been te- telling Kyle for the last forever. <laughs> you ain't got to do that to yourself, dude. You don't have to do that to yourself.
0: Mine's a little different. Uh, well, I mean, I
4: understand. I understand. But... I,
0: I'll tell you off air, but yeah, like yeah. I, I'm, I'm obligated to stay here for five more years, five and a half, something like that. And throughout, that's the reason I started the podcast was because I was just going crazy. Like, and uh for the most part when it comes down to um my fears which is that world war 3 or something chaotic breaking out in the big city i don't know power grid taken out then i'll assess the situation then i'll tell my wife get in the car we're we're out of here it is right. it is you know right. what i mean but i'm kind of here waiting for the fireworks to start you know what i mean
4: do you at least have the option of if if shit were to pop off like bugging out quickly like are you going to be stuck in the ma- in the mass exodus of people my brother
0: has, my brother lives uh in the back bay in newport so we'd probably steal a yacht and then we'd head yeah. north and then we would head north and then uh probably get off there and then make our way west like, i got you i'm being for real get a go back and go you yeah.
1: better get a smaller than a yacht because that's a big target <laughs> Yeah, I'm just I, I mean
0: that's true it's true but like there's no way it's, you're making it it's out. better like, than
4: being stuck on the freeway you
0: know you, you ain't making
1: it no out. you, you will making... never get out that way yeah you'll it just never will, get out it's
4: that not way. an option yep yeah. well yes. set.
2: yeah dude socal man dude like
4: like i was traffic watching a.
2: I don't think people understand traffic mm-hmm. like traffic is oh. terrible dude like it is so bad. Like I would go from here, from from where I'm at now. 91? When I was, yeah, uh, I'm on the, dude, I'm so bad, dude. I think it's the 10 or the 15 that I'm. Both are the yeah, 210. They're ter- They're yeah. fucking terrible. But I would take. I would go from here, dude. I haven't been on. Let me just t- let me preface real quick. That's I haven't true. been on a freeway in over a year. Not one freeway. I I work five minutes down mm. the road. So, come on. I'm thankful. I'm thankful for that. But um, I used to travel from here to San Diego every single day when I was in, and it would take me like an hour and 15, to, and I would leave like at four in the morning, it would take me an hour and 15 to get to um, 32nd Street down in San Diego. On the way home, it's taken me up to three hours or to get home. Three, oh, I think one time was almost four. I, it's, it was like 10, 11 years ago, so it's hard for me to recall the exact amount of time, but. Yeah, dude, the traffic is terrible. And I can only imagine. I was also up in Northern California uh, when those said fires happened. I lived right there. Paradise. I, yep. Uh, not Paradise, the Cubs. No, I was in Sonoma County. So, um, dude, fucking dude, I have fruit laying around. It's disgusting, but I have something laying around and there's fruit flies and they're driving me nuts. But um, no, right off the 101 freeway. So, south, a little bit south. Yeah, south of the Paradise fires, but it was so you got to have
1: a plan too. There. it was the
2: largest fire in, in 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 California history is the one that I'm talking about. It was the tubs, the they, there were so many different fires going on. Oh, yeah. But getting on the it was it was a it was a fucking it was a shit show. And and I try, I try to remember that because I felt like I was supposed to be there at that time for a reason. My dad called me the night the fire started at four o'clock in the morning. He's like, yo calls me yo yo get the kids get in the car and go fill up your fucking gas tank right now and i'm like dude it is four o'clock in the morning dude. go back to bed And he goes no get your shit right now go fill up your car fill your tank up all the way so i drive half a mile down the road and the the fucking chevron dude is packed there it took me like two hours to get gas oh wow but just seeing that and seeing the pandemonium, the panic, um, was a eye opener because if shit does hit the fan like that, you gotta be somewhat prepared, man. Like I stock up on on canned goods. I have a couple bags of the twenty pound bags mm-hmm. of rice. I cook for a living, thank goodness. So I, I stock up on all the seasonings, the you name it, dude. Anything to make the flavor taste a little better when you're eating canned food. Cause that all, that all translates into morale, right? If you're eating good, that's going to boost your morale. That's going to help you get that one more day and to push that extra mile for, for your family. And I got, I got two kids. Um, We all, I think all of us here have kids. I got two kids a shout out real at quick six. happy birthday to my daughter she turned two today, Aww. Aww, little today. Yeah. Happy and, and let me say they're like what the fuck are you doing on a podcast it's your daughter's birthday my daughter is <laughs> celebrating at her grandmother's house with her mother uh-huh. and then we are celebrating later at my mom's house so I yeah. all right I figured. <laughs> calm, calm your fucking tits calm your tits <laughs> uh, <laughs> but anyhow yeah shit yeah, dude. I don't know. You gotta
1: keep you gotta keep gas with some stabilizer like available for you. Like you mean Do you have a garage or
2: yeah? I wish I had a garage. I, I I'm overpaying for a fucking shack here. I'm about to be making some moves though. You... I'm about to be making some moves after this whole prayer talk. And and I'm I'm a Christian myself too, but I'm like, dude, you've been slacking on the praying, bro.
1: So I'm yeah. a wacko about all Rookie. that. I got like MRE stuff, and, Dude, like I, I stock got, up like... on MREs,
2: Heidi. <laughs> But I am a I'm sick, a crazy person. No, but I'm I got a, bug I'm out bags. Sick, I'm a sick son of a bitch, Heidi. Okay, I stocked. I bought. I had 24 MREs about two years ago, and I ate them all. Not because, <laughs> no, not because, and not because I didn't have food. Not because I didn't have food. Me and my like my, my
4: wanted the MRE? My want
2: my it? oldest daughter, yeah. we 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 love it, dude. We sit down, we like put the water time. in the little heater, and we fuck shit up, and it's like we're camping. Yeah. So now you can get
1: you know... on four Patriots, four Patriots. That's where I got all mine. Yeah, I, no, I got... did that. They got payment plans. I did like bug out back my even my 10 year old because they go to like a Montessori school. She even knows how to start a fire without matches and everything. Yeah, like I'm a crazy to... person. No, <laughs> I'm like, mm.
2: I, I got like I got like four or no, three different types of ways to start a fire. I have a fire piston, which is compressed mm-hmm. oxygen that starts a fire i got flint and steel
1: i got the ferro
2: rod and the magnesium but i got Got like 10 of them bad boys
1: put a bunch of vaseline and put them on cotton balls and stick them in old uh medicine things i'm a crazy person about this (laughs) when 2020 (laughs) happened i was like listen no matter what, you're not getting that shot and I'm not getting that shot. So highly likely we're going to live in our camper that I just barely bought because I was a tent girl. I was like, no, that's not camping. Oh. And then when that stuff popped up, like everything was going, I was like, okay, that camper you want, you can go get that now because we're probably going to live in it because I'm not going to take it. Neither are you. And I don't like, know what's going on. Like
0: camper full of toilet paper. <laughs> I, no, Milk but and I bread. actually
1: with six kids, you always have a lot of everything. I never oh, run yeah. out of toilet paper.
2: Oh, dude, what? I'm dirty dog today, dude. I rolling rock, oh, rolling, rolling in, rock, you know? you dirty bastard. Hey, the old dude, roll rocks, the shiz. Hey, it's like eighteen ninety nine for a 30 dude, pack. I
0: used to in 2018 or 17 and 18, that's all I drank whenever I had a bachelor pad. And I would go to this liquor store that sold two 12 packs for like. $14 and when I would put him up there the guy always saw me and he was like, he yeah. you buy he's, name. like he's like that's cheaper than water and it oh, was shoot. I'm like 24 beers was like 14 bucks that was the deal and it was Rolling Rock bottles and all the homies we always drink Rolling Dude, Rock
2: it's cheap and cheerful man I, I live a lot of people yeah. give me shit because I lived up in Northern California. I was in the <laughs> wine industry for a very long time and we had like Russian River Brewing we had Laganitas, like all that right next to me. And they're like, oh, what are you, you know, like the guests that I would be taking <laughs> yeah, care like, of in the like, What alone. are you sipping on tonight? And I'm like, I'm drinking Rolling Rock. And they're like, dude, you're in, like the <laughs> mecca of wine and beer. Sierra Nevada. Yep. You think
4: wine that's is... bad?
1: Oh, I can't do the
2: wine. Oh, oh no.
4: Is that I'm <laughs> drinking, the, I'm is drinking that... the tranny fluid. No, put it in That's not, not even a normal size.
2: Is that a mini? Is that a mini? No.
4: No, it's not. It does not look
2: like a full can. Okay, okay. You know, it's
4: it's got a hog on it. Yeah,
2: you saw uh, UFC. UFC. They just signed a deal with Bud Light. I did. I the extra
4: small hands.
2: Yeah, you got big fucking hands. It (laughs) makes
4: my
0: can look big.
2: Part of me, uh, you know, know, I don't like.
0: Somebody said my uncle told me because he's drinking Bud Light and I gave him crap. He's like, you know, good American men work for Bud Light. Good American w- men work for Anheuser Busch. He's like, he was trying to say that you know us boycotting is actually ruining. There is a part of it like you guys definitely fuck with the world economic forum, right? You know what that's all about.
2: Yep. Oh uh, yeah. I,
0: I think they implemented all this stuff, and I even think they're behind these wars. I think they're behind everything. I think they're they a, Joe Biden's puppet. Mm-hmm. I think they're Trudeau's puppeteer or whatever. And, and so like, he's like, you know, they're ruining the American, their American, like um, they have to Americana or whatever they have to, because if they
1: don't and they, that's what's happened to our youth. That's what's happened with the snowflakes. That's what happened with everything. Because if they don't and we're strong and all the population of America was like, it was 20 years ago, they have no chance to take it down. Exactly. They have to humiliate and destroy everything.
4: I run everything. a baseball podcast. You think I give a fuck who Bud Light gives their money to? I mean, yeah. I I don't care. My sports are scripted. They're all Masonic and evil. Yeah. I don't give a fuck.
1: <laughs> I don't give a fuck.
0: I love baseball.
4: Bud everything. Not everything
1: is. I have news for everyone. Every everything is exactly Masonic but and Bud Light's scripted. Bud good beer, but it's good drinking <laughs> it was, beer. Yeah.
0: So fuck it. I think
4: we this all this nation was
1: formed on masonry.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, America is not at all. Uh, what's the word I'm trying to say? It's it's not at all innocent. If anything, we're the empire in Star Wars. Oh yeah, but yeah. like, uh, um, oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like we we all live in this WWE world. Like we really do. Like take mm-hmm. away our phones, take away everything. I bet you you wouldn't even notice what the fuck's been going on the last That's four so years. Yeah. You, like. <clears throat> Everything and even I'm a part of it in its own I'm way. Like I'm, talk, I'm, I'm talking about World War Three yeah. and shit. And I'm like We all
1: have to be because what do you do? Yeah. Stop everything and go live in the mountains now. And you best not take right. the phone with you because then, like you said, you're, you're just right in. back you know to, in it. Yep. Yeah. It. What do you do? I mean, so I try and just take the chances when I can to unplug and go. At the end
4: know. of the day, fuck everybody else's opinion. Do what you want to do. Sure. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. gonna drink don't, my Don't get juice. that shot
1: though. Don't, <laughs> don't get that shot. Yeah, yeah. Don't go
4: get the faucian. Oh, don't do that. Yeah. No. Leave that shit alone. No, it's
1: truth. And that's from well, a nurse. I'm
0: a, I'm a Chiefs fan, and I got Travis Kelsey over here going, get the oh. 2 and one and I'm like, oh, my gosh, dude. Yeah, He was, no. he was the man, and then yeah, all of a sudden he sad. did that, and it's like, oh, bro. I
4: still listen to their podcast. I'm a big Eagles fan. We got the better of the two Kelsey brothers.
0: He's a beast. I love that guy. Yeah. I, I like him.
4: Yeah, I saw Jason's that, and shit, I was like, dude.
1: oh, that's sad. Yeah. They, we, we, we got yeah. Taylor and Swift. You know though. what?
4: I, I, I do not give a shit. He should have done it in a dress. (laughs) He's selling out and shit. I mean, you're not going to become the Uh, face of the league without selling out. I still like the way that the way that man plays football. And I still like the way that man puts on a podcast.
1: Yeah. The thing is, anybody that makes it, anybody that makes it, and uh, unless you have like, you have a job, if you have a normal job, okay. And you make a certain amount of money, fine a regular job but if you make more than five hundred thousand dollars and you're in anything like a band um <clears throat> sports whatever you're made you have you're done made the man. song and dance you have yep you, you better believe Listen, and they own everything so you, can, they own you can you can find
4: this man on several different uh different podcasts he's making he's been making the rounds over the last six months but zachary king the ex-high satanic wizard he will tell you straight up from the time that I he was that. in. I would love that one. For for like the 10 years that he was in it, if you made it to on the radio, you didn't yep. get there without going through him.
1: and And you know what. Or somebody to
4: equivalent to him and the things that he was asking for. It ain't good. What was it? You, you gotta, gotta wear was, a dress after like, no no like no 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 like, after he, they he, say he after was you. no he was he was like if you're not willing to do anything at all to anyone up in including children like babies mm-hmm. like you you had to be able to do whatever you were told to and sodomy you is, were told. is
1: usually like the easiest yeah thing.
4: like that's yeah Yeah. and he was like there were people that would come to him and be like i'm down for whatever but i can't fuck with children (laughs) and he wouldn't he'd turn them away because that's not he would say he said there were plenty of people that were more than willing to do literally whatever it took to make it famous
1: because you look at all these people and you look at america and you can go anywhere go to your local high school and watch a play or whatever there's a ton of talent in this world why are the people that are there there? Because, because they, ta- they did what they had to do.
4: Talent yeah. isn't what gets you there.
1: That's absolutely right. And if you look at some it's of the old songs you from know, the 70s. It's who you know. Yeah. If you dude, look at love. some of the old songs of the 70s, their lyrics tell you so. Like, go through some of them. Go, go through the names the of them. Eagles. Go through. Yeah. well not just the eagles but like okay like steve miller's one of my favorite bands what they sing abracadabra well that's just a sigil in itself like there's all these I other ones there's yeah right there. there's a million of them and and then they're freaking so stallion pegasus thing <laughs> it's all satanic i'm like a, and you know at some point i'm just like everything now that okay we're all in the conspiracy world and most of my stuff is either Religion driven, occult driven, but that drives me right into like sports, uh, singing, like bands, whatever it is. And so I can't unsee it now. Like, I literally have to tell myself, like, I'm going to go and enjoy this concert because I used to like them for just what I used to like them for and not everything I know now. Because like, I literally have to talk to myself. Call
4: me low vibrational. Call me retarded. Whatever you want to call me. I'm okay with wearing whatever label you want to put on me. I'm able to watch a football game. I'm able to watch a baseball game and thoroughly enjoy that son of a bitch from I I start just... to finish
1: <laughs> the whole time. I'm like, You know, what about when you use you the Pfizer shot?
4: Now, of course, I know of
1: yeah,
4: course, I know this, but everyone. at the end of the day, man, like <laughs> I still thoroughly love watching football and baseball. I love watching
3: football, dude.
4: I'm not going like, to quit what I love, my but jam, I kind of ruin bro. it. Like, yeah. Of all the sports that are rigged, baseball is the least rigged sport, <laughs> rigged. <laughs> and we can fight oh, yeah, on Astros. that one. I, I will, like I hockey. Will, I, will, I will die on the hill that baseball is one of the hardest sports to rig. But I just, I don't know, man. Like I'm not gonna let. I'm not going to let Lucifer win at every single so so you mean to tell me that I can't have my phone I can't have my tv I can't enjoy sports I can't enjoy any also, form of all your food is
1: poisoned I can't
4: spank the monkey can't you know jerk the old chicken <laughs> yeah. around uh, half the Don't women forget. that I'm lusting after are really not women and, and all your food is poison. And so, what am I supposed to just be SpongeBob? <laughs> I'm supposed to be SpongeBob in the booth, just sitting there,
1: yeah, looking
4: up much. at the stars.
1: Yeah, no, don't do that. That's worshiping. No, I, I, I'm <laughs> gonna, I'm gonna <laughs>
4: enjoy. I'm gonna enjoy the the couple of games yeah. that I played since I was a kid, and I'm like, I, I I enjoy me some baseball and some football. So I'm I'm gonna let those ride. I can yeah, acknowledge I that the the baseball field is literally the the compass and square and yeah. that double day you know. Abner, yeah, Abner double day was a Freemason. I get that. I know and knew I know that Las Vegas has their nutsack exposed to the whole world each week with this NFL season. They don't give a fuck knowing that the world knows that it's rigged this year. Like, don't. I don't know if y'all seen some of the things I've seen from the NFL season this year. But like the powers that be do not give a they hug do not care. About, and same thing about, about
1: elections it, as well. By the way, well, yeah,
4: yeah,
0: <laughs> that's it, fear.
4: It's Vegas. crazy to say that our, our our NFL is at the same level of brazenness that our elections are. Yes, sir. yes <laughs> But like, sir. I'm still gonna enjoy
2: it, and I'm not gonna let anybody chef give is me having shit a moment. <laughs> no yeah no i i agree a thousand percent i agree a thousand percent with you guys but but drew yeah you mentioned the sphere dude that is all bad dude That all is all bad
0: that... i i was uh flying over the week it came out i was flying back and we we're flying over vegas and the pilot's like hey everybody i'm from las vegas nevada <laughs> and he's like take a look out your the window to the right and you'll notice the new sphere that opened up in las vegas and so i looked over and it's a basketball and and all this stuff, and then it turned to an eyeball, and it's like looking around.
3: <laughs> and uh, yeah.
0: it's and, and then the first concert there is YouTube. First of all, fuck you two, they suck so bad. They already like they already infiltrated oh. our phones. You remember, yeah, those? I was like, yeah. I'm still
4: mm-hmm. pissed at them for giving I, me, yeah. Their yeah. Shitty and,
0: and they're the first big band that shows up, and then and then it shows a breakdown, and it's like violence. Uh, uh, death! All these clips of the yep. the flashing or whatever, and it's mm-hmm. like it's like torture. All this satanic shit, and I'm just like, oh man, they fucked up the sphere right away. We know what that's you all know, about. They and, ruin uh,
1: everything. But I'm gonna go to
0: that sphere. I'm gonna take <laughs> yeah. my wife. We're gonna go check that out. But it was funny. I was in Kansas and uh, not too long ago, and I was enjoying a sunset. It was really nice. There's nobody around. I was walking by a wheat field. All this stuff, and then I get on my phone, and it shows people in the sphere and it's a sunset like during a desert night and it does look real it looks like they're in the desert and uh and then i was reading the comments and it's like he's like they're like good god we're we're going so artificial <laughs> that we're enjoying fake sunsets and stuff and then my theory is they're trying to uh i do believe they're conditioning us for smart cities uh, they're and, conditioning us for ai yeah that kind of screen that kind of stuff will definitely be in the saudi arabia smart City yep. that they're building right now, and there will be all sorts of stuff. I mean, we all watch futuristic movies, uh and I know that in those futuristic movies, there's things like the smart city, so it's gonna happen.
3: Oh,
0: but yeah, that, that
4: happened there. Y'all yeah. see, y'all see these two right here?
2: No, you have, no, no. I don't see shit. It it's says Hank has started, started screen sharing. Yep. Uh, well, uh. that's because my
4: my fucking potato of a computer over here. (laughs) It's working on my end. Oh, I see it. Oh, there
1: you go. There you go. All right.
4: So y'all see these two that say hello world. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm.
4: I I can't find the image and I've been searching for this image since this first thing came, this sphere thing came out. I've seen an image when it first popped out that was really similar to this one that says hello world. And it reminded me of if you've seen the Lord of the Rings, oh, yeah, Zion, the or... the the Palantir, the Seeing Stone that's in the Black Tower, yeah, that's that, 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 shit. that yeah that Gandalf, Gandalf mm-hmm. touches this crystal ball, and he okay. sees the Eye of Sauron,
3: mm-hmm. and then that's
4: yep. how he knows that Saruman's working with the bad mm-hmm. guy. So it looked just like that and i was like well ain't that coincidental because the palantir and the lord of the rings are these seeing stones these mm-hmm. portals that allow you yep. to look across time and space and in and, and the image that i had seen which was similar to this it reminded me i mean that. it was it was like identical from a screenshot in the movie but this reminds me exactly of the eye of Sauron you mm-hmm. shall the lid, not pass the lidless eye that sees everything
0: yeah
1: mm-hmm. dude
0: well
4: that.
1: also you know that that's what they call um like the eye of jupiter and they say that that eye is actually representative of lucifer right like you know there you go of course story. it
0: is well we all know that like like we were just talking about everything is like tied into like I have friends that weren't Christians and like tried to burn Bibles in front of me, and now they're Christians because of everything. They're, <laughs> they're <saying>. like,
1: shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Putting it and, out. <laughs> and I mean, like, that that's that's
0: escalated quickly. <laughs> that's that's not right. Sure. That, that's the one thing that I've taken uh, hope away from all this is like, it's just out on the table very clearly mm-hmm. that there's a satanic group oh, that worships Satan. 100%. That loves lust, loves evil, loves. Loves th- this idea of war and death, and and uh, it's very blatant. And I just want to know when it comes to voting in twenty twenty four, who's got our back? I'm going for the dawn again. It's I'm a, not. I'm it's, not. it's not.
1: It's not going to do it though. It's it's going to be whoever it, yeah. it's selected, not elected. Like there's no way he won last time. There's there's no way. Oh yeah, Biden. I know. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. No, I'm, I'm still. Like, <clears throat> So I'm what I'm saying is they'll Trump-inged do it with everyone, you know. Might well, be yeah, it was better person. than what we have. Like, holy cow! Like, I'm not. I, I'm I one heard step seven away from an states. Anarchist, so.
0: I've heard seven states oh. have already taken him off the ballot, and that's just what I, my boss told me. It's not going to happen. Trump. He's California. on the ballot
4: here in Arkansas. Of course, if they
1: put that man back in, the Biden's wrong. on the on the ballot. He's going to die. I mean. That's and then that I might be the only one here who actually still
4: believes in voting.
0: I don't vote. You still believe in
4: voting? Is that what you said, Hank? Yeah, I because I and and it's locally not 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 because I believe that it means anything, but you cannot. You'll never get me to buy into doing nothing is the answer. Same here. I'm going to vote. I'm going to vote for the Don, man. And like, uh, even if the- you don't vote nationally, you have to vote. I locally. vote
1: local is different than national, be- but I don't have to vote. anyway. But, but here's the thing. Heidi, Utah if, is a 97% Republican state. So if you, can I don't think they ever people, vote anything else. <laughs>
4: if you can get enough people to vote locally, to then eventually voting nationally will be just voting locally on a big scale.
1: I don't think it will ever work until they stop the electoral college. Once they but stop the electoral, the electoral college, college is the
4: only reason we have a chance so for bad. for for a non democratic winner at all.
1: I don't know because they if do it weren't for they the
4: electoral college, Philadelphia, Chicago, New York, L. A., Dallas would choose the the president every single time.
1: It's it's just. <sighs> you're telling me
4: that that 95 of georgia can vote red but if atlanta votes blue the whole state goes to blue that's what happens if if you if you take away the electoral college
1: well all i know is whatever they're doing right now is all lies like it's it's all lies anyway it's going
4: to be all lies but at the end of the day sitting on your haunches is not the answer
0: no i I think we all will vote except for yeah
4: because
1: well i don't really have to worry about it for the the national level because they vote red always we don't it's more at the notion (laughs) (laughs) they're They're conservative they yeah
0: what's crazy about like how america like how these retarded dems are saying you know you talk about the most racist thing in the world they think black people can't get a license that's so racist
1: do you want to know what's like, more racist so and dumb, funny? You can't
0: get a they
1: think Kamala Harris is black because she's not.
0: Well, what I what, what I'm trying
4: to she, say, is she's
1: not black. She's if you listen to the way the left black.
0: talks
4: about black people, you would think black people have no capability of sustaining for themselves at all.
0: And wipe their ass. I know. It. And, but the thing is, like, uh, you guys know what we when we went into Iraq, what we implemented for their voting. First of all, Ukraine. Do you know what Ukraine does for voting? No. Okay, it's it's in person one day, voting just like we used to, Mm -hmm. and then and we implemented that in Ukraine. So then we went to Iraq and guess what we implemented there? Retina one day, retina scanned Uh, voting. Oh, I'm sure. So you're telling me for that? Well, I shit. I hope they do. I I don't know, but like. All I know is now, I, if they just took away the mail-in ballots that they used and, and all the stuff they brought in with COVID, the pandemic, just to get Trump out, like, if they took away all that, it would be a landslide with Trump. I really do think, but you I, guys all I know. think,
1: I definitely think anything is better. I'm not an anti-Trumper. I think, I think that's fine. Like, it was a better life when he was in i don't care what he used to say like i don't care yes but four dollars i don't care about his stupid comments like whatever people were making a big deal about him i'm like jfk was a man whore who the hell cares about this damn grabber by the you know what i didn't care i thought it was hilarious like grow up like people say stuff and and he's Can say whatever you want. Yeah, I mean, I really don't care. And I think that girls, and then they went on and on about Kamala Harris and, oh, she's the first American. I'm like, she was raised in Canada and her parents are, she's not African American. And everybody celebrated it. Yes, of course. And I'm like, so that is worse. Like they celebrate her and her African American that she's not non American status. I just fact really she's a love hoe. Venn diagrams. <laughs> like I just
4: uh, really love Venn diagrams. You she's know, so stupid. I'm wearing a blue shirt. I go by and, she.
1: <laughs> and as a woman, I will say this: if I had a choice to have a man in there or that idiot, I would take a man of of almost any other man, because she's an idiot. It, it, it's ridiculous it makes it worse it's almost more humiliating and did,
0: I think that's what they want they like did it I did
4: I hear you Heidi throwing throwing an opposition yeah. in there when <laughs> when Drew mentioned retinal scanners for voting yeah no I'm not are doing you that. opposed to that I am definitely so so, so to that. where where do you draw the line do you think there should be like I don't voter think digital ID?
1: I definitely, I'm just concerned about how much digital ID is going to go on and what they're going to use it for next.
4: Well, what about you use that
1: for voting? They're going to, well, yeah,
4: <laughs>
1: yeah they got they got me no matter what i'm screwed but like okay so i'm a nurse. So, so i'm uploaded into the you fbi can use your,
4: you can use your eyeballs to get into your iphone but you can't use your eyeballs to vote for the president of the greatest nation i mean on the planet.
1: i definitely think they should do some something because what they've done is stupid i think you should be an american i'm just gonna say they,
4: it, yeah. it would be pretty hard for blm and the powers that be to to ballot but drop ballots. a bunch of eyeballs Truth. at three o'clock in the morning you know Truth. it's one thing to do paper they probably ballots, find a way you know. they can keep no, they them probably, in a little they...
1: jar. <laughs> <laughs> who knows <laughs> don't don't put it past them like you got contacts and everything that can fix that up
4: drew my man <laughs> what's the wildest thing that you could pull out of your hat when when it comes to being a quaker like as okay. far as you know what I'm saying, like the craziest uh, I grew up, like the most did you dress funny thing. too? What? Like like as far as that whole doctrine's concerned, what would you think would be the wildest thing compared to regular or
0: any other branch of Christianity? I'll come back to that question, but I I just got baptized, uh my my great grandpa. Oh, I'll tell you right now, but let me well congratulations t- on that, by the way. Well, thank you. No, I, I, I hadn't I been sincerely baptized. mean that. No, thank you. I appreciate it. I, I went July fourth to my South Dakota to my, my grandpa who passed his ranch. And our great-great-grandpa was part of the Republican House in nineteen twenty-three. And he yeah. it was his it was his brother. And uh his name's William Williamson. And if you go to uh, Mount Rushmore, there's a statue of him. And come on, William, there you go. There and you go. uh So his name was William Williamson and he got the funding from Congress to build Mount Rushmore. So like the older I get, the more I'm like, dude, this guy, this is badass. Dude, That's Uh, fucking awesome. And so he built a cabin behind Mount Rushmore and there's a little stream that runs behind it. And it's super cold because the winter snow falls into it. And so it was freezing, but I, I wanted to show my stepdaughter, my wife and my little girl, like, Hey, I'm, I'm, giving myself to God right now. Like I, I'm, I'm basically making a, an Dude, announcement so to them. Awesome. And so my, my uncle, who's a pastor, he dips me in the water and he holds me down for a long time, but I oh. I, I open my eyes and I just see fool's gold, <laughs> like all this shiny fool's gold flowing over my face. And, and I was kind of just declaring to the universe and to the trees and to the mountains, like, you know, I believe in you and, and I know you'll take care of my family because of all this chaos that's happening. And it does scare me. I have a little girl and she's my world and I don't want anything to happen to her, girl, dad. but you feel me? Girl, dad. Yeah. I got two of them, but, um, so to revert back to like, like this wasn't necessarily my belief when I was growing up, but that same uncle who dipped me in the water and baptized me, I would go to church. He's my mom's brother and he's fiery, man. He's almost like a Baptist priest, but he's Quaker and he's, Whatever it is, it's more like friends. I don't know if you guys have heard of friends, but anyways. So he would show, he would like, I'd be sitting in the front row and I'm like, I don't know, like in eighth grade. And he would just come through and grab me by the face and just tell me, You're going to do big things in the Lord, all this stuff. Like it was kind of intense, you know? And I was just like, Okay, okay, you know? (laughs) And then he would go back up on stage and then he would just start speaking tongues. And that was the weirdest thing for me. Is like people around me would just be like, who like, you know what I mean? Like speaking a whole mm-hmm. different language. And that I remember as a kid, I kind of just went, How about should have Like I just kind of did my own thing. Like cause I, you know, you're kind of indoctrinated mm-hmm. into like this this belief. And me, it was kind of made up. Like I it wasn't but tongues has got to be the wildest thing that I would so say. So
4: what do do you because i i feel like i've got a hot take on on speaking in tongues oh okay. uh, what what do you believe like do you believe that there's legitimacy into the Havana when it comes to speaking in tongues is that <laughs> is that speaking in tongues because i've been to pentecostal church services where whole congregations of memaw's and peoples <laughs> are jumping pew literally like track track meets jumping and there's (laughs) and get down with the lord i just before i i don't want to insult you
0: no no i just my thing where you stand my thing is i trust my uncle and i love him and i i trust his relationship with god and i trust what he uh, says out of, out of genuineness of his heart. There's no maleness. There's no, there's nothing but a desire to have, you know, who the Lord is. And so like, because he was the one doing it. um, I think part of me thinks there's something to it. Like part of me, I don't know what it is. That's his thing. And, and like, I don't understand it, but the same as jumping pew to pew Oh, yeah. He starts dancing and stuff. But me personally, I'm kind of low key, man. I'm, I'm very like, like I said, I pray in my car. I don't I don't speak in tongues. That's for sure. But I would say out of everything, that was the most interesting thing growing up that I saw in the in the church that was like wow that's kind of i believe
1: it can be very actually real and inspired like but i also believe that you can go in a prayer closet all alone and god hears you just the same so i don't think there's any wrong way to pray you know no that's for me my,
0: my homie he had a f5 tornado in 2007 take out his house and he was in it and like his mom had a seizure in front of him and he didn't know what to do. And he just put hands on her and prayed and she was fine. Like she came back. Mm -hmm. So like, there's power in prayer. Like nobody can
2: convince me otherwise. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Uh, Absolutely. I've been watching. um, Gosh, I feel, I don't even know why I'm saying this because I can't cite the source, but um, we've been like straying away from like Netflix and Hulu. Now there are times. Yes. I'll go on Netflix. I'll watch some shit. I like to cook right so i watched master chef i watched the whole gordon ramsay all that all that jazz but um there's another streaming service but it's all i guess it would be like christian based and they have just these amazing stories and and whether or not like a lot of them say they're based on like real events or or whatever but like one of them was that get yeah, that girl that fell out of a tree and like I don't know if she broke her back, but after that she had like some severe, crazy illnesses, and she went to heaven and she saw God and and what have you, and comes back. But I, I like those feel good, like stories. Mm-hmm. Excuse me, not because they sound good and that they they are heartwarming and they do make you feel like there's like good will overcome evil and whatnot. But I believe I believe them. Like, I've seen, like, the the clips on – I think I've seen a clip on YouTube where a dude was, like, working underneath a car, and the jack was, you know, fell down, and the car's mm-hmm. on top of him. And a little – I don't know if it was an old lady, a, a small man, a small – or a small girl, a small boy, but just straight lifting it up. <clears throat> and, yeah, I totally – I totally am – I'm all into all that. And I have to – I have to real quick say, and I've already – I'm sure I've told Hank and Heidi, uh, previously as, as we've gathered, uh, before, but like last week, uh, or two weeks ago, we had Davey wavy on from the red pill cartel and my boy Anthony from smoking conspiracies. And Hank was there and, and got biblical. And you'll see me laughing my ass off. A lot of the times know this, that I'm not super, like I picked up the Bible like two years ago for the first time. And I'm, I'm a believer. Um, but I laugh a because Hank, I'm sorry, your accent cracks me the fuck up, and the way you I say do, shit. I do have
4: the shit I do just to get you rolling, bro.
2: Tweaker Tweaker One Nine, he did that one. <laughs> Fucking Jesus, dude! I see you but through anyhow, the window blinds, I, la- I see you through the window blinds. But I laugh, <laughs> but I'm not making a mockery. Like I, I, I just laugh a lot. So I want to tell you that, Drew, just so. And I, I don't think that oh, you're dude, offended, but I'm dude. not. That's not. That's not you, my um. I want you guys not
0: to look at me as this Quaker kid because I'm not, man. I'm doing okay. No, no. I I just got
4: insight to a world that I don't, you know, just like Heidi. I quizzed Heidi. I've had her on my show and I've quizzed her about it. Y'all have insight to worlds that are unbeknownst to me. Mm -hmm. And I like to see how things are taught under different lenses because I understand that the way that I was taught is very limited it's not a very big common view. Like I don't have the same beliefs as a lot of people. All of my friends were Southern Baptists and I couldn't be more polar opposite in my beliefs from them, you know? So that's why I'm asking, you know, why do, do you yourself stand? Because I, I just like to, you know, Hey, you now, I know where you stand. This is where I stand. Where do we think, truth is between everything so my whole thing with digging into the speaking in tongues and if you'll you'll grant me this this soapbox for a second is I've had this quite I've had this debate with several different people from several different walks of Christianity and hell just life in general I've had this talk with people who aren't quote unquote Christians I don't I'm not a Christian I'm a follower of the teachings of Jesus Christ and I even struggle with calling him Jesus because it's factual proof that the letter J was not in existence when that man walked the earth but I don't know like I spent quite a few months praying to Yeshua and Yahweh and it just didn't hit the same i don't know if that's lucifer's matrix winning and me reverting back to the jesus god i don't i'm 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 up in the air but we know what you know we're talking about jesus and god his name at
1: all like in general any of them because i want to i want to preface
4: (laughs) i want to preface everything i'm about to say with with revelations 12 9 Revelations 12, 9 says, and that great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast into the earth and his angels were cast out with him. I needed to preface my next statements with that because I need to set the table. I don't know if any of us have any of the truth that there is to be learned. In this world, I like to think that we each withhold certain aspects of the truth. With that being said, scripture right there just told us Satan deceived the whole world. He got us all, bro. He got me. He's got you. He's got your uncle, he's got my granddad, he's got every man that ever walked this earth. And I think that that deception is we each think we know the truth. Which goes back to an a discussion I've had alongside shift that Lucifer is literally created from this same word that is referenced in John one, one in the beginning was the word. The word was God. and The word was with God. That word is law. It is the force that creates and envelops all of reality from the rocks to the birds, to the planets, to the breath that we breathe from the angels to us. We're all made of this law. Lucifer is made of this law, and he was around a lot longer than the earth. He was literally the favorite in heaven. So who better than to twist this law that we we have no choice but to adhere to? I mean, we do have a choice, but at the end of the day, we've got the law, and then we've got rebellion. So he took this law and he twisted it so that each of us would get a portion of truth and a portion of lie and that none of us would be able to discern who had the portion of truth and who had the portion of lie because we each held truth and we each held lies and we all believed them all to be truth. You know what I'm saying? Nobody truly believes that they believe a lie. Because if you knew that you were deceived, you would not be deceived. But Revelations 12.9 says that we are deceived. What do you
0: think the lie is?
4: The lie is we know the truth. The lie yeah. is that we, we're good. We're good enough that we can do enough on our own that we don't really need God. But anyway, knowing that we're deceived, knowing that none of us are exempt from this de- deception, the only time in this book that speaking in tongues is mentioned is right before I want to say it was John and, and Peter, it was a couple of them homies that hung out with Jesus. They spoke to the masses and then like all these souls were baptized. It was, it was on the day of Pentecost. I think it was, (laughs) you had all 12 disciples in a tent with Jesus and the cloven tongues of fire came down upon their heads and then these two dudes walked out in front of thousands of people from all walks of the known earth at that time and they were standing in a crowd it was you know, you know that Metallica played Russia in like 1991 right as the Soviet Union was falling and there was like 1.6 million people at this concert now imagine there's all that people there but none of them are from the same place you've literally got homies from all across the world standing shoulder to shoulder there's no this people's here this people's there it's a perfect blend and mesh of strangers they speak differently. Like he chef wants to laugh at my redneck ass. That's cool. Imagine, <laughs> imagine I was from Iran or Dubai or Bangkok. I say. But you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
4: There were people from everywhere on what was known to be civilized earth at that time in this one spot. Two people, two men stood in front of these people, these masses, and spoke clear sentences, clear words, and was understood by each and every single person there. We're told in the scripture that there's homies in the crowd looking around. You're not from where I'm from, but you understand him. I understand him. What? Is this magic? No. No. It was the Holy Spirit. It was God allowing two men to talk to thousands and thousands of people who never spoke the same language and everybody understood at the same time. That's the only time cover to cover that you're going to find speaking in tongues. Come on.
2: That's pretty okay. profound, though.
4: So so tell me what that means. That means that the only time in the Bible that speaking in tongues is mentioned, that there was a a clear understanding by a multitude of people. There would have been understanding by you. There would have been understanding by me. There would have been understanding by a homie from the far east coast. <laughs> there, everybody heard when these two guys talked, they weren't, they didn't have translators, there were no subtitles, there were two men who spoke like I'm speaking right now and everybody understood.
0: That's cool. So tell
4: me how walking into a building where people are going, that makes no sense. Tell me how that's speaking in tongues. When God gave man the, the only time that The only documented proof that we have that this happened, the only time it happened, God gave this ability to men, men spoke, and men understood. Fast forward to today, speaking in tongues is now something between you and God that is only meant for you to understand.
0: It's not meant for anybody else. Doesn't that go against Scripture? I was told, though, I was told because I asked that question and like some people understood what my uncle was saying, like at the end of the service. And, and see, stuff. I'm
4: not going to sit here and act like I'm the I'm the authority on speaking in. tongues, <laughs> Right, dude. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, but that's just how I proof. see it. You like, did that's... give it
0: proof like that. Like it, it's all, like because I, I didn't know where tongues came from. And you just told me right now. I never knew that. I didn't
4: know that. If I was it. if I was a better follower of Christ, I'd be able to book chapter verse exactly where in the Bible that passage is where the cloven tongues of fire come down and they they walk out and it it literally says that there are people in the crowd that look and they're astonished. They're gobsmacked. Yeah. They <laughs> yeah. cannot yeah. they cannot understand how they understand. See. So to I'm me, sure. I draw from that, that that there was a purpose. And that purpose was understanding. Yeah. And since that's the only time that it's mentioned, unicorns are mentioned nine times in the Bible. Speaking in tongues is mentioned once. And the only thing I can draw from it is that there was an understanding.
0: I don't know, man. That's cool. I love that story. And you did a very good job of telling it um it's I like i know what you're saying i know and what, i'm not what trying what to saying. shit on your uncle or
4: nothing no, man, no, because no, like yeah, I, I when i experienced this myself firsthand i was visiting one of my best friends grandparents just stayed at the stayed the night at these people's house woke up made breakfast at their house like these were great people and and the whole church building was filled with great people and but when this went down i'm just like really <laughs> really? Like, are y'all are y'all gonna act? That like was I can't me, bro. That was me. Yeah, are y'all gonna me. act like I don't hear y'all sitting here gibberishing and shit? Like yeah. I was, because I, I was prepared. I was hyped. Like I come from the Church of Christ, where you're not allowed to clap. There's no instruments. You sing and you sit down and you be quiet. It's yeah. a very solemn, home. Same with mine, bro. Same. And, with that's how Mormons
1: are and
4: i finally get to go to a, a Pentecostal hmm. church and i'm just like oh let's go i'm going to see some some blind people see i'm going to see some lame people walk i'm a, <laughs> i'm going to feel the holy spirit for the first time in my life and then i get there and and true enough the preacher did he the preacher was on point with his message because he had me all up in my feelings like you ever go to church and it's this is one of them oh, man yeah. like you're more you feel more Are you guilty talking to me
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Dude, man, I'm uh, not even." Mine, from was, here. Always mine yeah,
4: was always guilty. Yeah, like oh, I right, was feeling guilty, and next thing I all know, right. I had 35 hands on me, and these people were <laughs> praying in tongues on me, and I'm just like, "Could y'all please not do that here?" <laughs> like, it yeah. was very weird, man. But like, these people meant well, and mm-hmm. so I don't, I don't mean to pass judgment on them as people, or even as to what they believed that they were doing
0: well it turns people off too like my brother he's a he doesn't believe in it anymore like I I I, I still have the faith he doesn't from our upbringing he's like nah I'm good he lives in the back bed Newport Beach owns a IT company he's balling and so he's like he loves that almighty dollar but he also he's also really good guy like he's my brother you know what I mean so he's like Andrew when we go to heaven what they told us is that we're just gonna stand there and go oh Like, all day, all night. And, like, he's like, that sounds boring as hell. And, like, uh, (laughs) and so I was like, yeah, that does sound crazy. But um, so it can be, it it, it can turn you off, the church and everything. That's why I always revert back to, for me, that's why I like my personal relationship. Same with you guys, how you just talk to them, you know? Yep. And And I I think think
4: that's that's what it's all about.
0: I think so, too. I think so, too. And I don't like the judgment. I got judged, like, crazy. And and I was like, Man, you're judging me over here. But then I heard you cheat on your wife last week. Like, you know exactly. what I mean? Exactly. Like, I ain't doing nothing. Exactly. And, and one guy I remember I was skateboarding, he I was 22 or something. He's like, When are you gonna grow up? I was like, Never, you know? And then come to find out like six years ago, he cheated on his wife. He's like 66 and he married this 30 year old. And I'm like, "Dang, homie took my advice." <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know? Or you know I
4: mean? or the dudes that you look up to in the church, you find out that all them times you seen them on the shady part of town, they were buying dope. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's it. it everybody's just, human, and that's that. Yeah. I think that's the flaw in the church in but, the deception. But you get such a
4: life. a unfair pressure put on you being a child raised in the church that yeah, you it's, it's that everything is so life or death in the moment, and that if you don't make the right choice at every turn you're fucking burning, buddy. Hell. You're burning, buddy. <laughs> you're <Yes>.
0: burning, buddy. <laughs> yeah.
4: Fucking bottoms up. Hey, you God right loves there you. Next to Colonel. God Sanders. loves
0: you more than your daughter. Then you love your daughter. I love yeah. my daughter more than anything. I would, I would take a bullet any second of the week for her. And, and then he loves you more than you love your daughter. But if you, you know, look up porn or you, you know, have a couple too many beers, you're going to burn in hell. Like, I, it's all really weird. You know, that the,
4: what I've come to learn is that man puts such unfair lines on God, like regulations on God. Like, yeah. God ain't saying that, bro. Like, What's like, up? God, God ain't saying all that. Like, God it God, God ain't. That's God ain't. Mean, God ain't mean you have to go be in four walls and, and, and sit in a pew, dress some kind of way and do all this ritualistic shit. God meant that that you gotta you gotta you gotta try to be a good person and live tomorrow better than you live today, and then be thankful and give all the credit to God. Like recognize that he he's here and it's because of him that you got all this. It's not about your attendance in a pew. It's not about how ten percent of giving to to. And, like, my my family loves to throw shit at me because I don't go to church. And they're like, hey, you're not supposed to forsake the assembly of Christ. I, I haven't forsaken the assembly of nobody because, as of lately, you know, doing these shows, I, I worship
0: a, a lot.
4: We're worshiping right now, truth be told. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You know what I'm saying? I was like, me and my boss, we'll sit at work, and and out of an eight-hour day, five of them were subject to be sent there. While I'm working, we're having a full blown conversation about big, big dinner issues. Like these matter. Like we're (laughs) we're hashing out what what's really what with religion and stuff. And so like it's it's what you do in the moments nobody knows you're making a choice.
2: You know what I'm saying? I I have to say, man i I still think we talked about this last week, and this goes for everyone and everyone here. But I think this would be dope. Whether you want to swap cast it, whether you don't want to swap cast it. But if anyone that want because for me, I'm I'm super ignorant when it comes to this. Like I'm I'm still learning. So like these the last couple like round tables that that we've done have have, have gone down this, this route. And I love it, dude. I love it. I sit quiet because I'm learning, I'm listening. Um, but we definitely have to do this again. And I and I hope. Um, I'm also what I'm getting at right now is we're wrapping up. My 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 birthday daughter's girls here. home. Yeah, birthday, so, yeah, birthday so girl. She's man. here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hey. hey, 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 Let go. She got. <laughs> I'll show you what. Show you. Real quick. <clears throat>
1: got got,
2: got the girl. cat.
1: Got the baby. <laughs> my little
2: puny. My little puny arms over here. She's got a little. Oh, Ariel. The little ariel oh, and very barrel.
3: cute
2: yep and this is as much She's like Disney hey, as my kid give will get, back we're not, we're not going to disneyland not happening hey. we'll find another music how old sport. is my baby turning
1: She's
0: oh god Terrible i'm so weak
2: jim yeah. you're like See,
1: i see yeah Aww, oh
0: hi. Hey.
1: happy birthday She's gonna,
0: baby. she's gonna grow so much. Oh
2: my gosh. Yeah, she's, she's got a big adorable. head. We were gonna dress, she's got a real big uh, head. We were gonna dress her up as Pennywise this year, but we
4: leave my baby oh my alone, gosh. man. got into
2: uh, a little bit of a crunch. So she ouch. was, uh, she was, adorable. uh, what was it, Tinkerbell instead? But no, i the real my daughter,
0: huh? My daughter was Tinkerbell, really? Too. Yep. Aww. Yep. Yeah.
2: Tinker, it's, it's, dude, it's come on. It's Tinkerbell, kids. you gotta be Tinkerbell at least once i was tinkerbell twice when i was a kid okay ah! i'm just
1: kidding let's <laughs> we'll see if
2: i can uh, find you. the picture
1: yeah definitely send that <laughs>
2: but yeah while you're while you're finding that drew i, Chef, I hope we need to all... see yours
1: see... oh dude
2: <laughs> oh, she's okay. a little
0: tinkerbell <laughs> right there adorable. yeah she's oh, adorable now oh yeah she she <laughs> loved it oh that's
2: awesome hold up now i gotta I wish deal. mom
4: were still that little
1: Yeah, I I got a little one, but she just wants to be scary. So I've got my (laughs) girls are
4: nine (laughs) and or eight and eight or nine and thirteen. I forget how old they are. They're so bad.
1: Wait till they're (laughs) twenty eight and have a baby. My
4: oldest girl's (laughs) turning thirteen at the end of December. (laughs) Your grandma?
1: (laughs) I am twice. Wow. Well, one's in the oven. What?
4: (laughs) Okay, it's incredible. One's in the oven, seven year old.
1: (laughs) well she my oldest is 28 so i can't be that
2: (laughs) heidi that's incredible with all due respect that's incredible
1: thank you yeah we got one on the way in april and and then i have a granddaughter too so
2: yeah congratulations
1: thanks
2: i'll be i'll be hitting you up for advice i got an eight and a two-year-old so i need all the help i can get i I know (laughs) you're a little older but
1: teenage bill is hard
4: We got a military school. I'm getting ready to send ah. mine to. Oh, <laughs> like oh. Real. Send them to the bad kids' school. Hey. Like I'm tired of
1: yeah. with it. Now.
4: <laughs> I threaten them with it at least three times a week.
1: I mean, you know, that. I'm about that will shift y'all's ass okay. off to
4: Camp Robertson. I ain't dealing with y'all's ass no
1: more.
2: <laughs> and they get hey. older
1: and they're like, no. Mm.
2: Yeah, it's it's a beautiful thing man as you were all parents yes. here it's a beautiful thing it's a struggle it's not fucking easy there's no dude, book my for kids it. saved
4: my life man i would do and I, I mean that wholeheartedly my children saved my life
2: 11 years oh, heroin addict 11 years 11 years clean 11 well no i wasn't i was like 11 years op uh, addicted to opioids and then heroin for about four-ish years and 11 years clean but I was blessed happy. after I got clean. Me and my fiance after we got our shit together, right. literally like not even a year later, boom, we're pregnant. I haven't touched it since eleven years. Let's fucking <laughs> yep, go! Congratulations, dude. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Don't yes. uh, what is it? Don't smoke meth. Smoke brisket. That's <laughs> right. Just saying. But anyhow, yes. listen. This was this was a blast, man. I really hope that yes. uh, Hank, Heidi, and Drew. I hope you guys all do your do your thing yeah, connect yeah, for sure um yeah. that was that was this is badass man um we do this I, I try to rotate i think four is good i always invite like eight people because like six people can't make it yeah. so, or like whatever so um but drew obviously you're more always more than welcome back i know you're not available every friday but we we have a good time over here heidi obviously yep. you've been on a few Love times and, and, yeah um if you, want me, is,
0: if you want me to i'll put i can put this on mine i don't know if you could send the like yeah well i can send more than
2: welcome yeah more than welcome. for
1: sure for sure yeah, yeah. yeah. you know this do. thanks this for is, the is, invite
2: yeah no absolutely this is just as much uh <clears throat> this is what one of my buddies told me trebles garcia shout out from the paranoia radio yes i
1: love trebles
2: um He's like, dude, this is just as much my content as, your, as it is your content. So do with it what you please. Cut out what you don't like. Do your thing. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much. Before we thank wrap you. up or as we wrap up, we'll start up at the top left again with Hank. Hank, you want to plug your show? We'll go right back down and we'll wrap this bad boy up. And I got some pizza and some cake to eat. Come oh, on. yeah.
4: Yeah. Oh, uh, Chef, appreciate you inviting me on, man. Uh, I've thoroughly enjoyed myself. Hottie love you you know i i, yes. I thoroughly enjoy speaking Big with you love glad you. glad we mm-hmm. got to chat again and drew yes. man it's been awesome getting yeah, to know dude. you, brother we're definitely gonna get you on the show yes. uh come on talk all kind of shit you're a chiefs fan i see so <laughs> we uh we definitely will be able to talk some football at oh least. yeah you uh,
0: eagles yeah heck yeah yeah we'll
4: yeah so play. we'll we'll definitely be monday night coming and, up uh, soon yeah man uh next week i we got voice for week, life yep fuck them cowgirls
0: sorry anyway lies, uh, dude. y'all sorry, come bro. check
4: me out on the the 643 conspiracy podcast i'm on uh, facebook and instagram uh more active on instagram than anything i'm on all your major pod catchers uh i've got a link tree up on my instagram bio so if you you want to dig into any uh ways to support the show or email me or direct me directly contact me sorry my math my english quit english in right there but uh <laughs> hit me up, come check me out. Me and my buddy Drew. And uh Kyle's been helping me out a lot here lately. While my my co-host Drew, he's he's got a busy life down there in, in Florida. He's a detective. So between between him being on, on duty a lot and his his family life, Kyle helps fill in whenever Drew's not able to make it. And sometimes I rock solo. Um, but then always me and kyle got the holistic roots podcast and whenever kyle decides to upload the latest episode we can all listen to it because i've been waiting on it for like three months but uh if you're wanting a non-conspiratorial uh show to help you learn how to live your best life whether it be gardening or deep cleansing from heavy metals which they'll be able to, to figure to that. that out, right, Kyle? Soon. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> so you can come check us out on the Holistic Roots podcast.
0: That's what's up, man. Uh, you can find me on Drewcast on Apple uh podcast. I don't do YouTube, just rumble, look up Drewcast. Looks like this green and white and uh Hank freaking kyle heidi it was a pleasure very nice to meet you guys and i'll definitely be inviting you guys on my show for sure yeah i'd love to do
1: quaker mormon (laughs) quaker mormon swap
0: i I don't really it's not really (laughs) it's not really a quaker podcast it's it's mine's more (laughs) like i I take the joe rogan approach i like to just chop it up and then uh sometimes and then and then i go temple hat for sure and and talk about the chaos Drew, yeah. your show's
2: your show's dope, dude. I was just listening to the uh your recent episode. Uh, the, SWAT uh Israel and hum- hummus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hummus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually not finished with it yet, but I'll be listening to that when I head back over uh tonight, or actually when I get home because I'm gonna be focused on my daughter. Right on, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah so it's her yeah. birthday. Okay. But uh <laughs> dude, seriously, love your show, man. I love all your guys' show, which is why we're all gathered here together on this on this beautiful Friday um but yeah dude badass show and drew you're probably like dude <laughs> the quaker dude
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah the quaker dude so yeah okay. um,
2: for, for anyone that doesn't know about drew show and haven't heard it there's it, it, nothing no it's a it's a badass show i thoroughly enjoy it again as as thanks um, bro appreciate unfiltered that. rise and 643 baby podcast in the house um heidi yes. what do you got girl
1: unfiltered rise i'm on everywhere where podcasts can be found i'm usually the most active on instagram if you want to get in touch with me or unfiltered rise at gmail so that's where i'm at
2: come on go check her out <laughs> get educated go get educated yes. and i'm not a
1: mormon anymore just stating <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's <hilarious>, great <right? clears throat> that's great well shout so out man. again no more sister Hope wives
4: yeah, nope, Jeff, get no. out of here. Go enjoy, <laughs> go enjoy your night with yes. your baby girl, man. Tell
2: her you would, know, man. happy birthday. Have a good one. You guys have, have a blessed night. Nice. Stay fly. Be Bye. kind and asta la pasta. Much love, everybody. Asta. All right, guys. Later. Uh, Drew, I'll send that over Bye. to you. And Heidi and, Come on. and Hank, I'll send yep. this all, all over to you when I get home. Awesome. Let's, Let's do her. All right, guys. Bye. Later.